What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Virtual health is here. Here to keep hearts healthy. With comprehensive care from general cardiology to heart rhythm care and advanced surgeries, Virtua is South Jersey's heart headquarters. Learn more or make an appointment at virtua.org slash heart. Virtua Health, here for good. Welcome to Konnichiwa! Konnichiwa, minasama! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Moi Moi Cute Holiday Special of Talk you, to Keiki. You, you, there was, that was not Moi Moi at all, son. You gotta do, you gotta do it like you gotta do it. I, I got So you want the heart? Moi? 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 Cute. You gotta do the high-pitched voice, too. <laughs> no, 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 it's too late for that <laughs> shit, man. Can you go, uh, what is it, falsetto? It's falsetto, right? Is that the... The high one, so I can. Uh, no, I cannot. No, I tried to. My throat hurts when I try. Ah, I wonder why. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, yo, but no, uh, okay. Happy holidays from us here at Tata Keiki. We got a fun show. I'm Matt, and as always, enjoy my co hi, Ethan. What's going on? Minasamao, genki desu ka? Oh, genki desu ka? We'll do a cue in the rest of the fucking show because of <laughs> our closer. Yeah, our oh, closer. It, it has to be. It has to be the closer. I'm riding so high. I literally, right before the episode started, just started it. Yeah, so we're happy with it. We're very, very happy. But uh, yeah, we got we got mostly penultimates. I have a couple of finales. I'll get to them shortly. And then, yeah, we're gonna talk about all this. And then next week is our finale and awards. Dude, I'm so. so I'm full. I'm fully prepared. So I'm so unprepared. I'm still behind two episodes. We have last week's, uh, what's it called? Um, Eminence and flops to talk about. I'm behind on those as we record on Thursday night. So, yep, and um, uh, you're behind on JoJo. And I haven't even started JoJo. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna get to JoJo until after the season, dude. Truth be told. All right. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Right. I'll, I'll. We have next season's the wait. Next week is the the seasonal awards, not annual. Yeah. Are we doing back to back? No, no, we... uh, no. You, annual is the week after that. 
Annuals week after that. Okay, so yeah, yeah, that's I'll when have an that's, that's that's one we'll have to start, man. Just... Yeah, I'll have a opportunity to try and do my best to binge it or yeah, at least po- get to a well, decent point for me to be able to pro- properly grade it. Yeah, like po- po- yeah, plus most of these items will be over by the time. Yeah, forgive me for wearing the same shirt on air, guys. For all you people that are saying, like, listen, this crusty motherfucker is wearing the same shirt as the last two podcasts that I've been on. Um, I don't go m- very many places, so I happen to wear this shirt. Uh, is going in the hamper as soon as this episode is over. But I was so behind on life that I sat down, watched the uh, Akiba Made War finale, and we jump right in this bitch. So, who doesn't like a little bit of Yuki? Yuki kun. It's Yuki kun, motherfuckers. That's right. Mezumi. That means rat. Wait, 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 wait. There we go. Rat. Mezumi. All right, let's get to some news. Yeah, rat bastard. Go ahead. Let's let's go to it. Uh, the manga City Hunter gets a live action movie. Mm. We're gonna start with that. Mm. Uh, let's see some more announcements. Uh, Arc Knights uh, Prelude to Dawn is getting a second season for those that are watching that. Mm. So good on you. Uh, Mission Yozakura Family is getting a TV anime in 2024. Mm. That's so nice there. Uh, the manga Sandland gets an anime movie in 2023. Mm. So we're getting a lot of stuff. Uh, also, uh, for Pokemon, uh, Ash is finally retiring. Mm. Uh, the it was going to be eleven episode series focused on Ash's life after winning the championship. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. It'll come. It'll come out January thirteenth, mm-hmm. and then after that, in April, they're going to start the new series for Gen Nine with new characters. Mm-hmm. No one from old. Uh, I and by the way, you. in regards to uh, to Ash Ketchum, stay tuned to the podcast. That's all we're gonna say. Yeah, uh, we don't have any confirmation yet, but when we do, we will let you know. Yes, but... we've got something big in the works that hopefully our editor Sean at W2M Network, shout out Sean. Yeah, we're just waiting on that while he takes care of his uh, personal situations, which we hope he finds something soon. <laughs> Hopefully so. Yeah. But yeah, but I, I did watch the final. Enjoy our Christmas gift that I accidentally spoiled on the MMA for podcast, MMA for Mark's podcast. <laughs> I literally, dude, I was like literally telling, like, I was like, it was a random like part in the, in, it was like a random low before we, hang, before we disconnected from the show. And All I was, right. Yeah, dude, I've, I've spent so much money on Christmas presents. I bought like so-and-so this, I bought, I bought our editor, Sean blank. And I was like, oh shit, I wasn't supposed to say that. And I was like, cut it out. I'm like, oh no, wait, we're live. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Let's hope he didn't hear you. <laughs> Hopefully he's stupid enough and doesn't listen to the whole thing. Yeah, but uh, I was actually watched this tournament for the Pokemon thing for the Master Championship. Off, oh, off you, there, so I was, the beginning of MMA for Marks. So I was like, oh, I love you. No, I, I gotta do that too. So, <laughs> but uh, I was, but uh, I was watching the Pokemon tournament. I was I actually watched the finals, and it was a very fitted ending for it. I liked it wow. a lot. So it is. they went they they went hard for Pikachu going Super Saiyan. Pikachu went Super Saiyan. Yeah, he was like charging up, like he was ready to attack. Oh, I thought like he was after... gonna go Raik- uh, Raikachu or whatever. Right, you did, but no, he was, but he was glowing. He was sparkling electricity. It was good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, if there's a way for me to watch the whole uh, Fame for Ashes retirement, I will add it to my winter list just so to get that conclusion. Alrighty, uh, Ron Kamonohashi, the Rain's detective, is getting mm. a TV anime. No date. Uh, looks deranged enough as it is, just from looking at the, at the poster. Uh, Spy Family, you're getting a season two and a movie, yes, in 2023. Can't wait, I cannot wait for that either. 
Uh, Blue Exorcist is getting a new anime series. I saw that. I, I haven't watched it. I know my friend did, so and he likes it. I'm pretty sure he's happy with that. Good friend. Uh, also, for the manga readers and JoJo lovers, JoJo Part 9, The JoJo Lands, begins in February. Good for you, Matt. Enjoy it and let me know how it is. Uh, I will see. I will see if I can. Hi. So uh, okay. And uh, Reincarnate as a Sword is officially getting a second season. So hooray for me there. Good for you, Matt. Um, let's see for this one. Sayu Radio no Uro Amote is getting a TV anime. There's no. I would love to put out a poll somewhere in the universe to like know what our Japanese audience thinks of you reading in Japanese. <laughs> Every week, I think that in my head. I was like, these motherfuckers just must think this guy's a fucking. Well, there's well, well, there's no uh, English title for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It's like that. It's been like that a lot, also on analysts. So I get. I unfortunately get what you're talking about. Sure. Yeah. So I'm just trying to do as best I can until we get an actual. They give it a proper name, but it's a. Uh... I think we might watch this because it it it's about podcasting and uh, radio. And for you, it's a Yuri. <laughs> Ooh! We have no hooray. date yet. Hooray. Yes, yeah, so hooray there. And then finally, uh, Toilet Bound Hanako-kun is getting a reboot. Not a season two, but a reboot. So that's been on my to-do, um, to-watch list. Because I heard how funny the first the first season, that or the first anime now we could say, uh, yeah. was. Um, You saw it? I did, yes. I enjoyed it. And you enjoyed it. Okay, so that's definitely going to be on my two-watch list, for sure. Yeah, the again, the, I'm looking forward to the reboot. This could be more focused on the source material. It's a, it, it's a bit darker than how it leads on, but mm. but when you find out about Hanako's family and all that shit, and the little hints of what might have happened. what, But uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I believe we are getting it in 23. Uh, when we get a release date, we will let you know. No, from there, I think the last one. When, when did that air? Uh, it aired. Uh, it, it aired twenty twenty. Okay. Yeah. A couple. So yeah, a couple years ago, and now it's getting a reboot to do it properly. That is it for the news, people. Also, uh, Hunter Hunter hiatus again. Death taxes. Hunter Hunter hiatuses. I, I feel bad for the guy, but it's like he's got. I think he just let someone else take over, like his wife, the successor. Does his wife somebody? Does his wife write? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she just Sailor, Sailor Moon. He is the one called Sailor yes. Moon. So there we go. There, it's in the business. It's in the family. Mm. Alrighty, alright. Uh, your turn for some reviews. You're, you're only two. I only two. As I'm editing our list now, trying to whittle some of this down. Delete. All right. There we go. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Okay. Uh gotta answer that text afterwards. Okay. Anyway, um Peter Grill. Um we're actually getting some decent I shouldn't say decent. Let's rephrase that. Peter Grill is a complete waste of my time, but because it's sexual, I'm like, oh, I'm about it. So fucking yeah, basically, um we left off with Peter and um Millie Million. Um uh Million? I don't remember her name exactly. But anyway um we left off with those two and she's like a bunny girl like she looks like a bunny girl even though she's part of the dwarf right. uh thing um so uh we let leave them off they're in the, the sex dungeon can't get out unless they fuck and so um they're like peter's like all right well it can't be helped we got to get out and she promised so basically she's like hey um like I'm, I'm poor i want financial stability blah, blah 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 and she's like okay if you fix my sword i will provide you financial stability 
of some kind, whatever. Like, okay. And she's like, well, it can't be helped. She gets butt naked and Peter girl gets butt naked and he's about to put it in. And she's super nervous. It's her first time. She's not wet. Like it's going bad. And she's like, God, I don't know what I need to do to like get this bitch to go. And so he's like, I'll tell you what, if we can get this done, I will give you financial stability for life. And she has a whole ass orgasm right there. They have sex. They're released of that. The end of that. So we go to to the next episode. I'm sorry. We go. Sorry. Not the next episode. I'm sorry. We go to the the rest of the show, the rest of of that episode. And basically uh, the guild's party has come into town. There's no sign of Peter Grill. They're wondering what the fuck happened to Peter. The guild master who uh, broke the sword is like, oh, maybe Peter realizes he's fucked. And, uh, you know, he's going to, uh, what's it called? Run from town. That's cool. Meanwhile, Luvilia is looking all over. Peter, 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 Peter. And then uh, there's a discussion. This is where I said we actually get like a decent storyline in this episode. Um, the father of Milliam, we'll call him Milliam. We'll call her Milliam because uh, I don't remember her name. Uh, Milliam. Uh, basically uh, talks to Lavilia, has an honest conversation. They mentioned basically like the treaty is basically kind of outdated. This uh, treaty between the dwarves and the um, and the, the guild is outdated. We feel like, you know, the guild is like swinging their might because we don't need the protection. But, you know, let us hope that nothing happens. And again, the monster in question that they're celebrating is the death of like some crazy cicada. Um, looks like a giant fucking roach with legs. So um, they're like, oh, okay. So she goes to her father and she expresses this conversation she had with the dwarf uh liaison and um her father is like fuck that's our cash cow we can't let them get away because he's a piece of shit so he they're like you know whatever they he said some shit to get her off her ass whatever blah 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 so the day of the ceremony comes and around this time is where you see that the dungeon is empty but there's nobody in the dungeon um but the day the ceremony comes there here's peter grill there's no peter grill and they're like, where's Peter? Where's Peter? Where's Peter? And then all of a sudden, there's a rumbling. And throughout the episode, there's like little tremors, like a, like earthquake-like tremors. And they're like, we've had a lot more of those lately. And so a giant tremor happens. The ground explodes. And after 100 years of this beast not being around, thought to be extinct, here's a giant cicada with two heads. End episode. So cue Peter Grill to save the day. He has another woman to his harem. And that'll probably be the end of this. Thank God. Anyway, Boruto. Um, Boruto again continues with the great fucking storytelling. So the episode starts off with um Boruto reaching out to uh Kiseru, who is the is thought to have killed the people. And so um he chases after him. There ends up being a fight. What the big guy, I forget his name, but there's a big guy there who got slashed up during the fight in the previous episode. He's about to die, and but everyone wants to help Boruto um with Kiseru. So everybody who was safe runs back onto the field while the big guy basically props the door open with his final act um, because he's strong enough. So he keeps the door open. They all run out there. They all try to help Boruto, and they chase after Kisero. Meanwhile, um, uh, Sakura... I'm Sakura. What am I saying? Sarada. (laughs) Sarada, Mitsuki, and and Kawaki are chasing after a, a hooded figure with a mask. If you watch the series, you automatically know who it is, but if you don't, chasing after the hooded figure after their mask they eventually catch up there's more hooded figures that surround them with the mask and sarda has a quick little battle she gets kicked in the face and before she she recognizes at that point and she's like these guys she tells kawaki and uh mitsuki these guys aren't enemies they're like what do you mean they kicked you in the face and they're like no these are ambu leaf ambu so they start having a conversation. They're like, oh, the higher-ups have permitted us to, ha- to discuss intel with you. And so they share intel and basically find out Kiseru 
is not working for Oga. Kucero is an undercut is in an undercover mission. Uh, what's it called? As an Ambu. So he's Ambu. And they were saying, oh, you know, it's a relief, da 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 da. But they're basically worrying that like Kucero is like losing his mind because he's got like a personal vendetta in terms of why he's doing this. And so um they're like, oh, he's losing his mind. And they, we kind of see that play out throughout the rest of the episode. Um, Kisera one by one starts picking off everybody until he gets to Boruto. Um, they manage to temporarily stop him. Um, I forget their names, but there's a girl that does lightning. And then there's the rock Shinobi. That's like a little boy. Um, and so he drops something as he runs away, as he flees from them. And the, the rock Shinobi picks up a scroll. It's a scroll he drops. He opens a scroll and it's a mission brief that shows his mission. And so after he gets shocked, he, it triggers something and he's like, oh, shit. But regardless, he's like kind of losing his mind because of the stress of everything. So him and Boruto fight um, there. Boruto's about to win um, and or he's either about to win or he's about to get his ass kicked with fire. I don't know. But regardless, the Rock Shinobi hustles over there, hustles over there, and he stops them fighting at the cost of him eating Kiseru's flame attack. And he's injured. He's not not dying. He's not deathly injured, but he's critically injured. And he hands Boruto the scroll. Boruto reads the scroll, and he's like, "Oh shit! You're fucking. You're Ambu. You're on an undercover mission. Oh man!" And so Kiseru goes, "Yeah," and then he stabs Boruto with a kunai in the stomach. And Boruto looks at him, and he's like, "Why did you just stab me?" And he's like shocked. And as he's about to collapse, Kiseru tells him. The, we're not in a uh, we're not in some crazy maze. This is Genjutsu, and it's up to you to fix it. And so Boruto passes out. Uh, Kisera, who actually spe- secretly specializes in very powerful medical ninjutsu, heals Boruto so he doesn't bleed out or anything like that. And Boruto's just basically passed out from you know the fight. And so Boruto ends up waking up in a lab, and all the people that have died aren't dead. They're just on. Everybody's in these like these like cryo chamber like pods. And um, he wakes up and he's like, what the fuck is happening? As he sees everybody there in their pods and he's in some lo- random location. So um, it's also interesting uh, from that perspective. I'm really enjoying, really, really enjoying this arc. And by the way, you missed the piece of news, um, which wouldn't matter to you much. But for those who enjoy Boruto in any capacity, uh, they confirmed in February of next year. So basically spring, um, they're going to start adapting the code arc. So we're back to manga. And the code arc is fucking bonkers. If you keep up with it at all, it's really bonkers. So Boruto's now is, is hitting a hot streak, which is I'm so grateful after the last shitty fucking uh, what's it called? Um, uh, filler arc. Like technically this is a filler arc, but this is actually a really good filler arc since it mimicked fucking Squid Games. And they're going back into the manga, which is a crazy part of the fucking manga. So hella excited for that. Alrighty, very good. Very good. Sir. Also, it's been 20 minutes and I haven't been cut off yet. <laughs> Good and your 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 video stabilized, which I was worried about at the beginning of the show. Okay, but yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, we we finally got an Ethernet uh, cable. Uh, thank you to my spouse. Thank you to my spouse for buying a new one. Thanks, uh, Bash. Yes, love you. As I am drinking a new drink from Citizen Cider. <laughs> Ooh, it's pretty good actually. It was great. This place is right across the street from my job. Nice. <laughs> so, so you can't get that. You can get alcohol. So yeah, I'm right at the work. I can go get. A, I can go get a drink if I there want you to. Go. It works itself out considering the holidays. These views crazy. Uh, yeah. I just got to work Christmas Eve, and that's really it. It is what it All is. All right, I got four. All right, I got four shows, three finales. So I'll go to the one that's not a finale first. Blue Lock. Picked up where he left off. Team Z versus Team V. Isaki has the ball. He's like, okay, everyone. I have a clear shot. I can do this, but 
Nagi, the the head guy for TV, is about to stop him. He's right there, right behind him. And he even says, even says, so you're the most dangerous one here right now. Because <laughs> before he said he was a joke. Yeah. And now how it all turned around for him right there. And he cannot pass it to someone, or otherwise Nagi's going to get it, and there's no clear way. And he's losing confidence into the shooting, into shooting the ball forward. But he just has that little spatial awareness, and then just, you say, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. he went forward a little bit, get that direct shot. It's a goal, 5-4. Uh, TV's a little bit distraught. Nagi's like, well, hey, it's okay. We could, we could get one more point if we tie it up, and the bell rang. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's it. They lost, and they look at the scoreboard. It's not a bell, uh, by the way. It's a fucking whistle. They use a whatever. bell. No, I'm saying they... like I'm saying like the game's over. The game's over. Okay, I thought you meant like they actually use like a ding, 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 ding. No, 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 no. no. I was gonna no, be no, like, no. dude, don't you ever try to fucking talk to me about blue about no, 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 no. They use ever a, again. No, no, they use an ever. actual whistle. They use okay, an actual. They use an actual whistle. Thank that. Game's over. They look at the scoreboard like for the whole uh, the five teams. Uh, since Team Z and V are the highest, they advance. The other three teams are out, but one person from each, like their best score, that had the best average, they move on. So thirty people are gone, <laughs> and the other, and the one people from each of the of the losing team, they're they're alone now. That's it for them. So after that, they're celebrated a bit. Uh, Nagi talks to Rio. He's like, "So this is how losing's like, right?" It's like. And he's actually he like he what like he actually wants to try hard for soccer, so just not wanting to do anything. So we got that nice little thing for them. Uh, Team Z is celebrating the that fucking traitor that was like fuck you guys, but tackled the, the one guy that get the win cone. Uh, he's there. He's about to say congratulations, and they invite him over. Like, hey, you should actually come with us. And then uh, Renske is like, hey, just yeah, yeah, you know what? You you betrayed us. You're a piece of shit. You're all looking after yourself, but. You did tackle that guy to get yourself out of the game. That would help us one. If that didn't happen, we would have. So, mm-hmm. fine. That type of thing. And then fucking Inosuke just punches the guy in the face saying, all right, now we're even. Do it again. I will kill you. Mm-hmm. So all that happens is that they were, about, they were about to celebrate like an after party in the locker room, but everyone got was so exhausted they passed out. And now, That's not very uh, Japanese. Like they're supposed to be cleaning up the locker room, and then the fans are supposed to be cleaning up the, no, the stadium. Like they no, like that, 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 no, that's for the losers. Before you leave, before you leave, oh, even, when the, even when the Japanese won, they did that. I know, but but uh, basically, but while that has happened, Isagi sees all the losing people like walking out the building, all 30 people leaving. Mm-hmm. It's just like I just crushed all of their dreams. Do you got a bonus? It felt, it felt good. <laughs> yeah, you got a bonus. Damn it. Yep. And then uh, we go to the next day. Uh, Eagle pops up on the screen. He's like, all right, here's the next trade. You're gonna do trade, you're gonna do cardio training without touching the ball. Like, what? Yeah, like, yeah, the games are over for right now, and you guys suck. You guys are worthless. Shouldn't be back on the field anymore. So for right now, just focus on your condition type of thing. So basically he was just talking down. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, the other oh yeah, the other guys, they're fine. They had their other games, they're taking it easy. You guys just don't get to do shit. So they do this for battle. They do this for about a good week. And then basically, you find out fucking Jim Patrick Ego over there was lying about it. Basically, he just, he just didn't want to give them all the praise. Like, oh yeah, if I if I worship, if I praise you guys, you wouldn't you wouldn't want to improve yourselves after. So, mm-hmm. so I want to make you guys feel worthless. Uh, now they're talking about the next session of exam of exams, and it's not a team thing; it's a solo thing. So everyone is on their own. So yeah, Isagi goes for the door and roll credits for that arc. All right, moving on. 
my first finale, Biblifio Princess. So this was okay. Okay. So after Eliana was just being berated, talked down by this other uh, family, this little sister, this little shit Sharon's. So and then uh, basically tell Christopher, I can't talk. I don't want to talk to you right now. I want to go home. She goes. She goes into her. She goes to her home, and this bitch. I believe her name is Anna. Uh, she like kicked down the door basically, thinking Eliana was in there, but Eliana was hiding in the closet because she didn't want to be bothered. Basically, uh, like, like I need bo- to get what? Sounds like bochi. Yeah. <laughs> no, not but not like that though. She's like, because uh, basically it's someone that's talking shit about her, so she doesn't want to confront them. And so, and the other maid was there. Like, I wanted to get some dirt on Eliana. You were there for a reason. I like. I want. I want you to berate her, belittle her, all this shit. And you're, like, you're worthless, and your country's worthless. Fuck you. <laughs> you see all this thing. Like, oh my. Sounds then wrong. Eliana actually got stepped out of the closet. Like, okay, what the fuck you doing, bitch? <laughs> Trapped and in. Then, the yes. What? QR Kelly. <laughs> Exposures. <laughs> But yeah, then Eliana like overheard it. Like I heard you like talking about this maybe and uses all this. Like no, like they're they're good people. They didn't start the plague that you guys think they did. That messes all that type of shit. I knew I knew because I read books. You you illiterate piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this so this bitch gets so this bitch gets mad and Christopher comes in. The I, he comes in at the right time. He overhear he overheard it. He's like, hey, you, out. Like, you're being irrational. Like, you don't know shit about Eliana. I love her. She's my wife. I ain't going to marry this bitch. <laughs> like, I, I, so, yeah, you're doing, it for, you're doing it for military ship. Like, that's it. But you're forgetting that everyone likes Eliana and everything she's done for people. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, your family takes money, too. So, no. T- guard, take her away. Mm-hmm. So, Christopher and Eliana, they're having a little moment together, talking solo. And then now Christopher's mother comes in, so Christopher hides, like pulls Eliana away to hide behind the, the window thing, the window cover. Shit. Okay, window cover. Hi. Yes. Hi. <laughs> then they hear the mother talking. She's like talking. She's like, "Oh, Eliana's always running away," type of thing. They're not like scolding her, like hates her, like she does. She just wants to talk to. She, she wants to get to know her future daughter-in-law, basically. And Eliana thought, "Oh, I thought she was hitting me." And Chris's like, "No." As she does like you, she just wants to see you type of thing. Mm-hmm. So that was the prelude. So that was the penultimate. Now we go to the finale. Uh, Christopher and Eliana, they talk to Sharon, the, you know, the little girl that was like belittle and Elliot, say like, hey, my older sister should marry her. This destiny is written in a fairy tale book. Not you. So she's like, okay, I will dance with Christopher if you take this book, this rare legendary book written by this sea captain. And no, no one has ever seen it. No one. So you can have it. You can read this book, but you have to leave the ball and I dance with him. Mm-hmm. And she was like almost tempted to. She's like holding the book. He's like, no, don't want it. So Sharon just again now she's saying, Oh, my sister and him are meant to be. It's not you. It should never be you. Fuck the Berenstein family. Mm-hmm. And then Christopher was telling her about like, you know, you're like, you know what Eliana has been doing while you're trying to have your sister try to marry me. Uh, that whole plague thing, like she would at read research, like various books from different countries of how they handled it, mm-hmm. and she found a way to make have people like look for a remedy to have something that actually worked that wasn't just temporary, like a permanent thing for for people, people around people, in the, people all over the country, all over the world have effect. Mm-hmm. Like she did all of that, and 
first, uh, then a maid comes in with the letter. It's like, oh, see, my sister still writes to you. You guys are meant to be. So Eliana was about to leave. And Chris was like, sit down. Mm-hmm. Basically, like, they were like, they were basically pet pals, that type of thing. Like, not like in love. Like, yeah, that was a thing. But yeah, she, your sister married to the Duke. But people were spreading lies about how it was forceful. Like, no, she wanted to marry this Duke, Duke even mm-hmm. though he's like 15 years or so older than her. Mm-hmm. As a fate. And yeah, when we were talking, she gave me the bus to say she was happy for me that I was marrying Elia. Mm-hmm. But basically, it's all you. Mm-hmm. So, and it reminded them, one of the guys that reminded the story, like how uh, this girl, this, this poor, this poor and foreign girl fell in love with the prince, but there was like nothing, like there was like nothing she could offer. So, this pig, this talking pig, for some reason, but hey, yes. So, basically, it's like if you cook me up, Make make a nice pork out of me. The prince Don't will love it. Don't look at one pig. <laughs> like cook me, make a nice pig, and I'm sure this prince will love it. That type of thing. So it's on apple that? and apple and mouth. Yes, I'll take in the ass. ass. All that. Yeah, exactly. Turkey baster shit. Put it up. Put it up in the ass. Squirt some juices in. This. Hey. So it was that type of story. So Christopher called this little girl a fucking piglet <laughs> as she was leaving, and, and then you hear her like he called me a fucking piglet. <laughs> And then uh, we get to we get to the ball, beautiful dress from Eliana with Christopher, and then you see the mother, the father, uh, they're all talking about him. And then the father is like, "You helped out a lot of people with all your research, everything you've done. Like, what reward do you want? We will grant it for you." Dick. No. <laughs> I thought I, like, I, I thought about it, but no. Basically, she just wants to. T- she wants time to read her books. Like she didn't like she doesn't read her books to enjoy herself type of thing. Like she wants to do that, like after the banquet. The father's like, "Very well, Eliana Bernstein, I declare you go on vacation. You read all your books, and that's it." So, like, do that after the banquet, get some time off, and no one shall disturb you, except for maybe my son or your husband. Mm. So, all that happened. Uh, they're dancing as a ball. Everyone's having a nice time. And before Eliana retires for the night, Christopher has one more little surprise gift. It's kind of fitting too because it's Christmas, so it's like snowing out. Oh, fitting time. So, so, yeah, fitting time. So basically, uh, all the lights are off. Uh, they pull the the covers down that was covering the trees, and the trees were glowing, not like Christmas lights. Like there was like some type of special ink that Eliana had. They used that to like make designs on the trees. Like it's called radioactivity. Yes, <laughs> nuclear. It's called nuclear, nuclear waste dumped onto some. Trees. Yeah, so all that, and they talk about the future together of soon to be husband and wife. They share a kiss. Roll credits. It's okay. My my main problem was they talked about all of El- all the stuff Eliana has done for the kingdom, but they never showed them. Sorry, so, my cat is eating. So, yes. But yeah, but yeah, the the fact that they don't show those accomplishments is like I kind of want to see them. Like I want to see the progression. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of obstacles outside of that, except for mm-hmm. this other family being a bitch to. Eliana, that's because she's not a noble or some shit. Mm-hmm. That was that was really the only type of drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the couple, I like the chemistry, Christopher and Eliana, but it's it's a it's a it's a week three and a quarter. That sounded mid as fuck. It it is. I, I there's there's other show shows you can watch. That sounds like it. Yeah, like like Fruits Baskets or Requiem of the Rose King. Current, mm-hmm. if you want like current. In the past year or so. <laughs> Indeed. Those are all fun. Indeed. All right. Moving on. Reincarnated as a sword. All right. 
picked up where we left off. The the white owl, it wasn't the enemy, it was uh the guild master's cousin's summon, basically. Okay. It's just spied on them. So so it wasn't it wasn't anything dangerous. Like, all right, fine, cool. And then uh basically this this giant spider bitch is back, she's ready to fight, she's fighting friends, she show for a bit. And during this, Amanda had a little flashback because you find out that she actually orphaned two black cats. That's racist. <laughs> and Fran is a black mm. but she talked about why she's, she was always uh, barren to uh, children's because she I guess she orphaned these two black cats and they're dead and she, she feels guilty that like she didn't help them properly defend themselves like, basically like, she, she felt like she could have done more for them Probably could before, they, before they went on their own probably could have we don't know that's why we don't know how they really were Mm-hmm. But all's going on. So she, so basically, she sees the spider. I feel like she was about to kill Fred, and she should bite. They really were. They were just honestly. Mm-hmm. So, but but Amanda's motherly Baron's thinking. So she did one giant move, killed the spider, stole the kill. She's like, "Are you okay, Fred?" And then Fred just gave her this glare. Like, mm-hmm. And then she's like, "Yeah, we kind of want. We like, we had it. We wanted that skill crystal she had." Mm-hmm. So, so that happened. Amanda was like clogging, was like clicking onto Fred, saying, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." While they were working, like, I'm not mad. Don't fucking do it again. Mm-hmm. All that shit happened, and then uh, they cleared the dungeon. And now, because of this, Fred reported back to the actual guild, guild master. Mm-hmm. And he says, "Okay, so because of this, you can go to this, this. You can go to this rare dungeon like you wanted. Like that was the deal. Go to go to this, and then." We'll we'll give you what you want. But basically, she's gonna leave town soon. Mm. So uh, and then fucking Gallus, the blacksmith, she finally has her armor ready. So it's like a nice little cool adventure uniform. Uh, she show he hates it for a bit because you would call it the the belly the belly area is exposed. Like there's there's nothing covering it. Mm-hmm. It's like like what are you trying to do? That's exposed. Like no, like cats have hype in their senses because when the wind touches their bodies, they'll be like, well, oh, their senses. Right. So they need that type of thing for also for agility. So he was playing that, and then friends like I actually like it. And then she was like, "Oh, okay." Mm-hmm. And then uh, basically, we go to the next day. Uh, people are like looking to send her off as she leaves to go to the next village. Mm-hmm. They're all saying, "Come back sometime." Mm-hmm. Uh, Fran goes to Amanda, and she says, uh, "When I come back stronger, I want to duel you again." And, and next time, I'm gonna. I plan on beating you. Because mm-hmm. she got her ass whooped the first time, <laughs> and then uh, Amanda's like, "Oh yeah, I look forward to that type of day." As they were uh, leaving, she was just like, "Hey, Fred, you know, you never called her mom or something because you lost mm-hmm. that bet." Mm-hmm. He's like, "I don't want to." He's like, "But you know what?" He says and he says, "Bye, mom, Ma- Amanda or Amanda, something like that." Mom, Anda. I, w- I don't know how she said it like that, but. That kind of triggers something in Amanda's uh, flashback because that's what uh, the black cat girl called her. Mm-hmm. So they kind of click two two together, and basically, Amanda or uh, fostered friends. Sorry, Amanda or orphan friends, mother and father when they were younger, mm-hmm. and and uh, yeah, that she saw like who their daughter is, and I was like, oh shit, I I, don't, I why didn't I realize that? Because they did show her. Friend when she was a baby, mm-hmm. but she's not telling friend that because you know friend's away right now. Like as she's like leaving, mm-hmm. as I like as like as like talking to like oh your daughter's doing just fine. I can't wait to see how she grows. 
Fran and Shiso are talking. And so roll Chris, adventure continues. And then we go, then there's an after credit. Uh, you see Fran pulling Asta, uh, basically hover like, like, like surfing with the sword. But no, she's flying with the sword like a surfboard. She's doing that shit. Oh, okay. she, you know, I thought that was pretty cool. Like, oh, yeah, it's Asta. And then uh, she sees a, a castle in the sky, and then she's about to go to it. It's a good he's, song. Uh, castle yes. in the sky. Talk about, uh, talk, about, talk about the movie, too. Was... Do we feel castle? Yeah, this, uh, but yeah, but yeah this, uh, this little undead thing knocked her down. She starts crashing through the roof of this house. And then she sees the person that summoned this undead thing. They gave their, they gave this guy a glare, and you see a two B continue. That's when we get to see the announcement. I thought it was fun. Uh, nothing great. I am looking forward to more. I love the duo of Fred and Shiso. Mm-hmm. I give it, I give it a three and a half. Okay, nice cool. start. All right, last one for me. Do it yourself. Mm-hmm. I love this. We bit the word left off with the finale. Uh, the treehouse is basically done. Uh, Ray give, gives Seraph the honor of of screwing in the last screw, and then they're done. Mm. So I thought it was kind of nice because it all started with the one screw that Seraph botched in the old in the in like the first episode, mm-hmm. and now she's doing it again in the last episode. But she does it properly. It's neat. It's all done. Beautiful treehouse. They all go inside. They're all proud of the work they're doing. They're doing with it, and now they're getting they won't get stuff set up because they want. The, it still has to be an official club. It's an official club yet. Mm. So, so they're so they're not worried about that right now. They're gonna get to it eventually. But it's now just hang it out party. It's a job co's last day with them because she's going back home. Mm. She's going back to the UK or wherever she's started job coach at AEW. The job <laughs> is a big thing. She's now all elite. <laughs> all job co is all elite. Jumbo that sounds Co. like that sounds like the, the the that's that's what they should rename the wig the wingmans is they're a bunch of jobbers, Jobco, <laughs> or uh, the factory, the Jobco factory. Hey, but um, there you go. But yeah, but yeah, they're doing a little farewell party party for Jobco. They all give her a little parting gifts, and then uh, yeah, she's almost about to cry. It's like oh, and then Seraph's like oh, don't be sad to have faint. And Jobco just fucking pushes her like she punched her almost. Like no, stop it! I'm not crying. <laughs> So I, I got a little chuckle out of that. And then uh, we get to Jocko packing up with uh, then Miko is still right there with her. So it's like, you got, like, you did a lie. We're going to miss you type of thing. And then Jocko's like, you know, you don't have to like lie and stuff like that to save her. Like, I know you, like, you know, you loved hanging out with her again. Cause again, mm-hmm. they were friends as they were friends younger, but you know, Miku's a Sundere. Type. Mm-hmm. Not the, not the horny Sundere, like a typical classical Sundere type friend type. Right, right. Like uh, we don't see those often. It's, it's, always, it's always a harm type. Shit. But, uh, so that was a profession. But uh, basically, basically, Jocko wants Miku to actually like be more honest with herself, type of thing, than how she is towards her friends. Type. And then she doesn't want. Uh, and basically, she opened up about how she always wanted to build a treehouse because that was something her and her mom did before the mom passed away. Mm-hmm. And then. After the mom passed away, Jopko's father was really like distant towards her and all that. Like, like emo- like he was he was depressed. Mm-hmm. So basically, she's like, "I can't wait to go back home. I can't, I can't, I can't wait to tell dad about it. we built the treehouse. I think that would make him happy. The stuff I, I, that I did with mom. Mm-hmm. So all that, and then you see her go on her little private plane, 
everyone and she says she'll says she'll she'll come back like at some point like visit type of thing and everyone says you're always welcome we hope you come back soon mm-hmm. and so that's all they're all seeing her off and then uh miku was like talking to Seraphine like over the like through the window because they're next door neighbors too mm-hmm. and he says uh basically hey we should go to the clubhouse together like just mm-hmm. you and me mm-hmm. and like, oh well like but clubs off like it's okay like I, the stuff i want to do with just you Hey, it's not like that. Here we go, baby. <laughs> as a fate, oh, as a fate, even Bash thought there's gonna be a little Yuri bait going on between them for how hey, like for, for like how they were, especially it's the handhold and shit. I kind of thought a little bit, but in a wholesome manner. But basically, uh, Miku brought Seraphim over to the clubhouse because she wants to build uh like the little bench, like the swing bench type thing. For the for the for the for the for the clubhouse, like something that they wanted they wanted together when they were younger, but now they're gonna finally build it. And then uh, they they again, uh, no one's really fucking up. It's all job done. It takes it takes the whole day. Um, and Miku starts opening up about herself. She starts apologizing to Sarafu about, "I'm sorry that I called DIY like dumb, moldy, old tech type shit." Yes, basically. And she told how fun she had, and she said she was basically sorry for being like distant. It was more of because she would always look after Seraphim when they were younger, like all the time, all putting bandages bandages on her, hanging out her, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And when they started middle school, Seraphim said to her like, "I'm gonna be okay," type of thing, like I can handle myself. And Miku kind of took that as "I don't need you anymore" type of thing, even though that really wasn't the case. It's more of "I'm gonna start." Is this more? I want to start taking care of more of myself. And then Seraphim was like, I, I did say that. Like, oh, you did it. Oh, hey. and this, but basically, he's talking about how, and then yeah, Seraphim opens up about how much she just loves hanging out with her. This is she loves spending time with her. She's glad she was able to do this with her, even though they are in different schools. You know, her school's across the street from the other one. And yeah, so they're, they're like, they're, they're fully rekindled. We get, we get the credits. Everyone's happy. Everyone's happy. Uh, I really enjoyed it. If you are into Slice of Life, this is something I would recommend. I give mm-hmm. it a four and a quarter. I love the characters. Like the, the animation style was really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, all The chemistry of all the girls was good. Uh, mm-hmm. it, had a, it had a nice pace. Um, I, there's really nothing wrong with it, but I just wouldn't call it perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's one of those comfy ones. Yeah, it's a really comfy one, but it's just it wasn't just about building stuff like how solo like you learn basics of fish and stuff like that in the in like half in like almost half the episode. Mm-hmm. And this just focused on the characters and they're just building stuff. Right. So I like that. I like that balance they had with it. Right. So yeah, I know we're not gonna get a season two. It and it ended nicely. I have zero no complaints. What did you give it? I said four and a quarter. Okay, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Yeah, yeah four and a quarter. I'm busy trying to pin our show to the uh, to the group. Pin the featured. Yes. Pin the featured. Alrighty, shall we get to some reviews of what we're watching together? Yes, sir, we should. Uh, we have no Gundam because they took a week off. Yes, thank God. So yeah, so that's one across it off the list. Let's Aye. go. To, let's go to the ones that are the penultimates. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, let's go. With, let's go with Shadow. Let's go with Shadow. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say because it's not up an ultimate. Yeah, it's just we went, we went at you again. Kind of, 
Kind of. Like, what happened? I love the beginning. Are you talking about, you talking about the hot tub? Mm, no, I was, about the, I was talking about the thong. No, that was last week. No, oh, that was the previous episode. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you yeah, the hot, tub, the hot tub is okay, but, you know, you don't see nothing. I know, but... It's not a Mandy Sachs video. No, basically, uh, Sis going to the hot tub, he's relaxing, and then, uh, what is the girl? Was it the princess, or...? Princess, yeah. So it's Alexia. She's a... Alexia. Yeah, Alexia. She's, like, glares at Sis, like, how are you just... Like, how are you just going here bare-ass naked, not even looking at They didn't explain it. Is that, like, a... Is that a, 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 a shared, like, a communal tub, or is that... Did he purposely walk into the... I think it's just a co-ed type thing. It's a co-ed tub, right? That's what yeah. I thought. I thought he just it's like I was like, oh it's probably a co-head tub. Oh no, it's probably fucking like this guy would be ballsy enough to fucking go and uh no he just I, I, I think I think it's just a co-head bathhouse. But no uh, he's like talking about how he just enjoys hot springs, he's naked, no yep. towel, yeah, just goes in casually, like nothing's like he's all yep. alone, but no fucking Alexi's right in the corner. Yeah, it's like glare like and then she's surprised that he's not fucking oogling her. Yeah, and then he's like, he's like I, I don't like to stare at people. It makes things weird for everybody. He's like, I, I, like I enjoy, like I go to the bathhouse as a lone time. <laughs> yeah, and then and then she's fucking talking about. Well, first, Alexia's talking about this uh, tournament that's going on. Yep. He's like, yeah, you can't join it. I'm not in it. I'm just watching. Yep. And then all of a sudden, since it's talked about his Excalibur, yes, this just stands up like, yeah, shing. <laughs> He's fucking hanging cock. Yeah, talk about like, you can't she- you can't sheave this shit. No, he's like when he's like when Excalibur is at, at uh, unsheathed. He's fucking swinging dong. He's fucking and Alexia is just like cock. yeah. And then and then to add more to this, he turns around. You see the towel whips it between his legs. Yep, covers his ass. Like what the fuck is happening? Hey, that's slick, bro. It is slick. Like, is this a different show? It's slick. I mean, hey, I wish it was a hentai. I mean, if yeah, Alexia probably be jilling in the fucking thing. You had you had to know that. I was reading a Korean manhwa, and the, the fucking girl likes to fucking masturbate. That's what she does. She'll like think about like getting fucked and think about like these crazy situations, and she's just fucking like doing it for herself while her parents are in like the other room or some shit. You're grown, by the way. That's the good thing about Korean uh, about Korean hentai guys is that they're all college age students. It's not high school. It's not lolly. They're all college age students. Yes, nineteen to twenty. Three ish, twenty four ish, something like that. That that's right. The main character always comes from their from the, the military service. Always comes back from military service, and he's like, "I'm going to college now that I'm done with my required military service." And then he ends that, up in a harem. Nah, I'm gonna fuck. <laughs> uh, you don't want to know about fucking guy fucking a, a whole family of women, whole family, mother, sister, other sister, aunt. Don't say dog. <laughs> no, no, but he rails them all. A lot of the series are like that. Rails them all. Friend, best friend, cousin, rails them all. Anyway, all right. Anyway, and then oh, we're, we're 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 at the we're at the stadium. We're at the thing going on. <laughs> 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 we're going on. We see a fucking beta there. Beta, not a beta. I said we see beta. We you see said beta. a beta. That could that's, that has a few d- definitions. I sorry. Fuck. We see Beta there. Uh, she's like, she's like, I guess, because you know, famous up and coming author who's pirating and, fucking all these Amer. Uh, what's going on, American? All uh, these uh, from the other real world, world real world fucking story uh, stories. Yeah. So Alexia is like basically complaining. It's like 
I, I bet you asked her out all this shit. Like she's like, imagine all this. Like she has bigger tits. Like what the shit? Yep. Not so slime. Yeah, no, that's not. Yeah, it's not the other girl. It's not the other girl. Those are legit. Yeah, uh, Ep- Ep- Epsilon, whatever her name. I saw that clip where she's holding on to the tits in the next episode that I haven't yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm not doing it for fun. Are you not? I I feel like you are. I think you're trying to cop a feel for a comp- for your competition. Yeah, you're trying to get a feel. For- so like, are, 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 do, like, do yours feel nicer compared to hers? For is it more buoyant? Are they like flatter? Are, like, they, are they firm or like how, what's feel, the squish? What's the texture? What's the? Do you feel nip? Do you feel nip? Do you are they thicker nip? Are they like tiny nip? Yeah, yeah. The Alexa yeah. gets so jealous. She's like stomping on Beta's foot. It's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yes. Yeah. So all that's going on. Then we go to what's happened on the actual stage. It's like this. Yep. It's like this play. No, it's not a play. So what it is is basically it's a um, it's a fighting competition. And what it is is these crazy like all these fighters from across the land. They pay a ridiculous amount of money to have the potential to fight a um like a, a reincarnate not a reincarnate like the ghost of like a mythical creature like a mythical warrior mythical figure in in this world and there's like i don't know how many fucking hundreds of people and what happens is they go up they try to summon whatever mythical creature the the goddess deems uh that they're same or similar level and no one no one is able to summon anybody actually i'm sorry one person one person is able to summon somebody and then as there, Sid is there. Sid is there in the audience, right? And he's like, "Oh, I would love to partake in this." And he's like, "Nah, I'll just for once, I'll be a backer. That's fine." And then they're like, but, 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 "But he's like, how cool would it be though if I got in there?" <laughs> yeah, right. And they're like, "Next contestant, Sid Cargano." Ah, uh, ah. Uh. And he's yeah. like, "Well, there's option A. I go in there and I get my ass kicked. There's option B, where I go in and dominate, and everybody knows I'm Shadow. Or there's option C." Where I cause mass confusion as Shadow and still get to fight and just he shows option C. And so he disappears. Shadow comes down from the heavens, draws his fucking mythical sword out of fucking out of magic, and out comes the the what is it? The witch of destruction. Yep. The witch of destruction, this mythical creature that no one not not many people know about, that was like a like global level calamity of doom and destruction hence her name the witch of destruction and we see her go crazy we see some of the craziest attacks that we've seen in the show and uh shadow is just running and meanwhile by the way alexia and and everybody is shocked like oh my god it's shadow it's shadow and then um the uh the 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 current like acting priest because in the previous episode as we know or i don't know if we mentioned it or glossed over that in the previous episode but the priest of the church uh, was murdered and i believe she was murdered by alpha or he was murdered by alpha if i remember that correctly but regardless we know that the the acting uh the acting pontiff of the of the religion is crooked he sends somebody to go fetch shadow um and everyone's shocked except for beta beta's like oh it's shadow but she in her head she's like oh perfect timing i can't wait to see what my master is gonna do and so shadow's on the defensive the whole time running around dodging but he's loving it He's like, I haven't gotten to express my fighting style in a while. And this woman understands me. She realizes that a a good battle is nothing but a nice conversation amongst people that enjoy violence. And this is how we get to express our conversation. And we're having a great conversation. And eventually Shadow's like, all right, I'm good. And he fucking one slices this woman, this mythical god of destruction, basically. One slices her. She disappears. Everyone is shocked. 
Shadow's like, I'm good, disappears, and everyone is left in a state of confusion. Which, by the way, is hard to do because there's a, a basically like a magical barrier that surrounds the, the Colosseum that they're yeah. in that basically prevents any of these fucking crazy battles from ex- exiting and affecting fans or any of the people in the town. However, Shadow does something when he leaves. He basically uses uh, some sort of insane magic and the gates to basically the gates to hell, the, the gates to the to the, where these people are summoned from, they open end episode. Yeah, uh, that was a nice part. That happened. And so I haven't seen the next episode, Matt. So I guess do we get crazy mythical creatures in uh, or mythical I, didn't, I didn't see it yet. I waited. Oh, you so, skipped it yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I skipped it. Sorry, I thought it was just me. My bad. We no, 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 no. I no. As soon as you said you weren't going to, I was like, I'm not going to. Hey, Yoshirai, I have it. Yoshirai. All right, sorry. All right, so we move on. Uh, to your eternity because this is also not a penultimate. Yes. We start to crazy shit in the beginning. Mm-hmm, the church, mm-hmm. the church in, in the church of bed. The knockers are attacking right away. People are dying. Uh, Fushi right. is just trying to escort people. They're trying to yep, help people escape. Yep. Uh, he eventually gets to some people and then he starts healing someone. Mm-hmm. And, and there's then, a ton of knockers because he kills oh, one yeah. and they're like, there's 287 more knockers to go. What? Yeah, they're there. They're, they're stepping up. All these yeah, knockers. big time. But uh, but yeah, now because of this, uh, Fushi sees uh, someone by themselves. Mm-hmm. So he so he's going to go help them, mm-hmm. and a knocker and a knocker gets him. Guess that form. And that's a theme of uh, that's a theme of it. Yeah, we might as well get. Gets... Yeah, we might as well just go over it in these battles because he's basically by himself in essence because Bond and them couldn't make it in time. Yeah. Um, he loses Gugu. Uh, what's her face? Um, not Pioran, the uh, other one. Per- uh-huh. Perona, 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 um, Tonari, uh, Tonari, uh, uh, one more. Uh, the fat guy, the fat guy from the island, the fat boy, the the fat dude from the island. I uh, know he lost the Falcon, and he lost the Falcon too. Yeah, he lost so... the Falcon. And he lost the fat guy. So he lost in one battle. He killed all the almost all the knockers by himself, and he lost five of his of his uh, beings, including three his three of his most powerful ones. Yep. He lost three of his most powerful ones. Yep, and then uh, and that knocker got away. Yep. So so he can't get him back until he kills it. For now. Yeah, for now. So right now he doesn't have it. Uh, he loses memories of them too. That's... And he was smart. He wrote them down on like a chart, and he's like, "Oh, these are all my beings that I have." Yeah, but and you find out them out, and he's like, "I don't remember any of them." Yep. So that you realize that even even though he writes them down, it doesn't help. He I feel like he's. I, I feel. I feel like. Are. I feel like he's going to slowly learn. As I feel like that's kind of the feeling. Like he's going to learn about memorizing them, even if they're gone. Well, he sees their figurines, so there's something there already. But I feel like it'll be like you'll see like like a small image of them or something, like a flash. Yeah. Yeah. But and then the the knocker that's on that guy's arm, he yep. starts writing stuff down. Says, oh, "If you want them back, come to this area." Yep. It's like if you want to see these, well, like if you want your forms back, I was like, play this game with us. So uh, basically, Fushi goes there alone. Bad idea. And then, uh, yeah, bad idea because uh, even Bond realizes this because mm-hmm. uh, the the one of that guy's talk is uh, talking to him. It's like they said, why a swamp? And now we know why. Steps mm-hmm. on it, it's not safe. He could easily be be sunked in. And he is. And lost another form. Lost a few forms. He lost March the bear. He are- 
Pioran. Pioran. And uh, the medic. Yes. The, the Tonari's uh, assistant. Yeah. Lost him too. Yep. So all this is going on. He's like struggling to get out. And then all of a sudden we see this horse. A mythical white horse. And I thought it was horsey that um that Bond's sister picked out at first. No, uh, I think that's uh, I think that's Pioran. No, do you think the horsey is Pioran? Remember, she told the yeah, she told the, the she, yeah, she, yeah. yeah, like I want something's out of the way to look after him. Yeah, I feel like that's. I know she had a human body at that episode, but I feel like no. Also... Are you talking about the horse that he received from from Black Guy? Yeah. No, so Black Guy explained it. That basically, we, I thought it was horsey that the that Bond sister picked out. No, what it was is that um, it is a it basically uh, what's his face the the black guy um, he pulled a piece of Fushi's flesh and used it to create the horse. And he's like, I've had it for a while. I was meaning to give it to you if you ever needed it. He ended up needing it. And you yeah. see the horse, like, you think the horse is dead? Nope, the horse is alive. You see the horse get stabbed? Nope, the horse's stab wound. Fucking yeah, like, 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 like the knocker can't take it. It, it yeah. can't transform. Yeah, so basically, he, um, it can't pick up any, like, uh, it can't pick up any forms, but it can't die either, basically. Yeah. And so, uh, and it, and this horse is also, like, trying to guide him, like, basically, every time Fuji tries to make a decision, like, pulls on him, like, no, that type of thing. Yeah. So basically, then Fushi starts thinking about what to do, and then he has a plan, and he says to the creator, "It's like, can I sense people like you do?" Yeah. Like, yeah, there's a way to do it. So this is what I'm gonna do. Like, I'm gonna take a part of you, then you're basically gonna sense it. Yeah. Concentrate. Try and find it. He does yeah, it relatively it, quick. He finds out basically that the the rope on his original Fushi character is cut. Yeah. So yeah, because basically, basically, it's like I'm like I like how the creator's actually helping him out a little. Yeah, well, I mean, like, oh, yeah, you, like, like, yeah, you can do this stuff. You can because so we, we already know the creator's using Fushi. Oh yeah, whatever exactly. creator good it is or bad. Yeah, like bad especially, with, especially with the knockers, like <laughs> yeah, because again, they blamed him too. So yeah, so basically, the Fushi was able to uh, kill that knocker finally. But it's the, not the knocker that stole his his important. The, the, yeah, yeah. So, but he got the one. He got those back. That's not he got the those ones. ones back. Yes. Yeah. And so basically, the knocker. They were, yeah. they were blaming the guy's knockers, like you lied to us. And no, then... so you basically no. After the fact, um, Bon and Kohaku show up. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, here, use this armor to face the knocker, so it can't penetrate you." And he's like, "I already killed it." And he's yeah, like, with, oh, with okay. a fucking with a fucking giant spear type thing. Yeah, basically. No, yeah, iron. Yeah, he basically did that. And um, what's it called? So they yeah, have the knocker plan. start. Yeah, well, also the knocker. He starts writing stuff down. Says, "In one yeah. year, I'm going to this place. We're going to kill people." And not only is it just a place; it's the biggest town in the world. Yep, the most populated place in that continent. Yeah, the most populated city in that continent. And we're going to kill all those people. And we're going to kill the. We're going to kill this traitor knocker. Yep. So basically, that knocker is excommunicated now, in a way. Yep, and so basically. So Bon is gonna lead the charge while Fushi trains. <laughs> yes, and they give Fushi a giant boat full of animals and food and other training like things. I yep. guess. But, yeah, cause, yeah, because yeah, uh, Fushi said he needed a boat because yep. that that'll be the big advantage against the knockers. Yep. See. So so Bon so Bon actually had one because he was trying to build the kingdom and yeah, the boat made, but everything didn't go so well. So you can have this boat. Full Basically, do. Yeah, basically. Like- Which, by the way, I want to know. I thought about this after the fact. I was like, "Yo, 
if he's had this for so long and there's live animals and shit in there, who's been taking care of them? How long have they been alive? Plot hole. I feel like they put him in recently. No, he said he had that for a while. But I think the animals, though. Maybe. They may be called a or they or, or they found their way in. Like they walked in or something. No. Fucking squatters. But no, I think, but yeah, I feel like he... <laughs> Pay okay. your rent, Devin. <laughs> okay. No, no, but I think Bob put a couple. Of... Sure, let's say that. Yeah, we'll say that for right now. But no, basically use this, like, build you have, have you surrounded. That way you can actually build the boat. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so while doing that, Bond's going to try to fight the knockers. Till then, so that ends the episode there. I like that it's finally, like, pick it up the way it should. It's good. It's solid. Yeah, this is so, way better than season one for me. Yeah, way so better. I, so one. I can't wait to have them keep. Already, our next non-penultimate, My Hero Academia. So fucking good. If it wasn't for Bleach, this would probably be number one. Truth be told. Oi, stop it. Does your cat eat random shit off the floor? Like it like it No, they like they like they like no, they like to attack shit on the floor. No, like there's nothing on my floor except dust and dirt. If there's any sort of crumbs when I eat my lunch here, it's centered around my desk. This motherfucking cat just likes to go around the room just licking the like, dude. What the fuck is uh, wrong with my cat? Like uh, you think you think I starve him like a fucking poor yeah. guy or something? No, uh, he no may, it, no he may is kind of like that. I think the fact that she was a stray for so long is basically that makes sense. She wants to eat food as much as she can because you never know what's going to be a last. It's that mentality when she was my a cat stray. has never been a stray. He was abused oh, as a cat a little yeah. as, as a bee, a little bit yeah. from what I was told. But I mean, yeah. god damn. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, every time he may sees any type of food, he'll find a way to get to it for him. <laughs> it's not for her. God damn it, stop it. But no, well, well, but, well but we're hoping we get her out of that house. Yeah. What are you looking for? Piece of shit. There's no food. There's nothing but dirt. Yeah, you're going to hide. That's what you're going to do. Okay. Go hide underneath the fucking shoe brush. Anyway. All right. Anyway, basically, uh, basically, using my cat. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, best genus is back in action. I keep wanting to say penis. It just makes sense. Best, best penis. <laughs> it makes sense. It's funny. I, I, he might. He might. I don't know. <laughs> Zip. He's he's very fashionable, so he, he might be uh throwing that cock somewhere. But uh, Zip. But basically, he's uh back. He's in the he's in the fray. He's in the, he's ready to fight. He's joined the fight. He's not dead. He has a uh, he has the fucking Giga. Uh, fucking uh, you know, Mach- what? You say Machia? Machia. Uh, he has Machia. Basically tied up in in his uh, threads. Yes, and uh, basically he's not moving. He's not responding, and that's because no, it's she- not that. No, incorrect. You're skipping ahead. You're skipping ahead. All right. So basically, what happens is he gets Gigamachia in the threads, and Gigamachia, as he's trying to like, oh, break free, break free, break free. And basically, the first part of of the battle is basically a, a kind of an inner strife between. Deku, who's trying to like will himself because he's severely injured and he's his pain is like at a thousand right now, so he can't yeah. hardly move. He's willing yeah, himself. Get yeah, because yeah, he used 100 percent Get up and help him. Get up and help him. And then meanwhile, everyone's trying to get Shigaraki. Give Maki a command. Ma- Maki can only go at 100 percent when you give him a command inspired by his master. Give him a yeah. command. Give him a command. Give him a command. But... And eventually, fucking um, we see Shigaraki kind of have like another like inner like moment between himself and his family. And he sees his mother there and you see him as a child scratching because he doesn't know what his quirk is, but it's fucking him up. And then he gets a flashback of his father who abused him. And he's like, yes, that's right. Destroy. 
destroy everything. And yeah. he says that out loud, clear enough for Makia to fucking hear him. And Makia takes that as a command. Makia starts breaking Genus's threads, starts going, starts going ham. And then as shit is about to get real, he collapses. Yeah. And the reason why he collapses is after, because it took a lot longer than what it was because it was only a single vial. But the anesthesia from a few uh, episodes ago that they threw into his mouth, that um, that rock solid, what's his name? Which one? The, the uh, not steel guy, the, the, the guy who's like super hard skin. Hiroshima? Yeah, that he threw into uh, Gigamaki's mouth. Yeah. The anesthesia finally kicked in and he's finally falling asleep. He's not totally yep. asleep, but they basically have to they subdued him, significantly subdued him. Yep. Meanwhile, while this is happening, we see fucking Dobby and Shoto going at it. Dobby and Shoto going at it. Dobby and Shoto going at it. Back and forth. Back and, and forth. And he's still trying to tell Endeavor to snap at it. And Dobby, they look. I look at Dad. Look at his face. He's broken. He's like, I wonder what he'll look like when I kill you. Like he's off the wall. He's snapped. He's he's, like, he's like, well, he can't be saved. <laughs> he can't be saved, or so we think, or so yeah. we think. But uh, before that, though, uh, basically, we see Nomos. Yes. On the other side, they're going in action now. Yes. And the heroes are trying to fight A. But we see something. We see something. We see a flash. And everyone's like, what? And if you caught the flash, you know who it is. But again, before Makia starts, before he's about to go to sleep, he's again, shit is getting real. Shit is getting real. There's no moves everywhere. Like things are looking really bad. Looking really, really bad. Dobby's Dobby's about to kill fucking uh, Shoto. Everything is real bad. And all of a sudden, we see that flash, and it kicks the fuck out of Anomu. And what was it that kicked the fuck out of Anomu, Matt? Lemillion. Lemillion yeah. is back. He screams, oh, "Power!" It. Power! Kablooey! Yep. Whoa! Lemillion! Yeah. Yep. And, and then we get a flashback of what happened. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you basically they're in the, they're in those classroom dorms. Yeah. Eri's there. And uh, this is a couple days before the raid. Yeah, and then Aizawa is like talking to the plan. Yeah, and then Lemillion's like talking to Eri. He's like, no, he's, need- he's like, I want to help. I want to help. He's like, you can't. And he goes to Eri. He's like, listen, it sounds like I'm using you. I'm so sorry, but, but I want you to use your rewind powers on me. And Eri, with a cutest smile, looks at him and basically, like, that's why said, I've been, that's why I was practicing. <laughs> that's why I've been practicing this whole time. And he used his powers, rewound those six months ago. Yeah, crazy. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. It wasn't a couple days, but it was before the. Uh, it was before. Was it Kushu? Not Kushu. Um, the. Um, was it? It was right. I don't remember when it was, but it was. Yeah, it was. It was the battle beforehand. So basically, it was like the battle. I was about to say, I'm about to say, I'm about to say that she got re- she got rewind. She, he got rewinded by six months because that was the one he. Lost. Oh, he got rewound by six months. Oh, I thought he. I thought yeah, it was yeah. No, 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 no. He no, he. he that lost, was like twenty four hours before the battle. Yeah, I thought yeah, I heard. Yeah, that. No, 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 no. He lost. No, he lost his powers like six months. So she got rewinded. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, he, yeah. So she was rewinded. Which is incredible. That. Like she's grown. She's more open. She's more. Like, I wonder how scared. long that took. I wonder how long that took and how much that took. Him. Well, they rescued her from the time that uh, Nighthawk died, which was in four. I think was season four. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. And that was like what a year. Uh, it was still six months. Well, has it really only been six months in that yeah. show? Wow. Yeah, it was just six months. <laughs> okay, well then it took her six months. 
Because she started. Yeah, by, 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 I like wonder. It was like four to five months because even then, they for the first month she was like out of it, and then they she was still timid. They didn't want to push yeah. her, and then slowly, like I believe it was like in the middle of episode five or like or season five rather, you see her beginning yeah. to train, and then we see that in the flashback as well. Like she was doing really well. They would basically have her regrow like lizards' tails, like basically de- de- uh, amputated pieces of animals. She was able to successfully rewind them, and so they basically all right. Well, this is the big test. Let's see. And she rewound fucking Lemillion. Lemillion comes, saves the fucking day. But not only does he save the day, he inspires Deku. Deku gets up, and we yeah. see Shoto about to die. And then we see Deku save him, and he's using float, and he has no use of his limbs because his limbs are shot. Yeah. But he's able and to also, and also, and also, Lemillion even says like he's not strong enough as like to help out fully. Like he can't. He's like, I can't one shot a Nomu, but I'm gonna do what I can. And Which then fucking, awesome and so and so now Bakugo comes in. Yes, <laughs> to get to make to make the save. And he's like talk about his uh, murder type name, even though yeah. when Genius was about to like praise him, like you mature, like that's not maturity at all. Like, that's, that's, like, a, I love Ida. He's like that's a cool name, murder, death, God, supreme Lord. So they, like, people need humor right now, so it's okay. Yeah, it was a little bit. It, of it, it's a thing. Uh, his original. I don't know if that's. This is one hundred percent true. His original hero name was supposed to be Ground Zero. Can't say that. Yeah, that's why. Mm. But that, but that would make sense. But it would. But eh. you, you can't say it now. I mean, you know, you could say it in Japan, I guess, because they have obviously less of an affliction toward. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, if it's going to American audience, eh, yeah, not yeah, too no. good. But no. So what this does basically is does two things basically. Um, Genus is uh, able to hold Gigamachia. He's able to find resolve because of Lemillion and because of the battle. And he tightens everybody's bonds, um, including the League of Villains. And we see Deku and we see Bakugo. And finally, we see Endeavor begin to stir. He sees yeah. motivated he, by Deku, who's already fucked yeah, up. Yeah, like, yeah, fucked yeah. He up. like yelled at him, like it's your like like snap, like a snap out of it type of thing. He snapped out of it, and he's beginning to stir. He's beginning to try and get up. And then the episode ends with uh, the mask guy from the League of uh, League of Villains. I forget his name. I forgot his name too, but it's like it's showtime. He's like, you're about to see the greatest show ever. Credits. All right, uh, all right. I want. Uh, it's only 13 episodes in. I want to give it a five because it's so fucking good. Uh, 13 episodes in is the best fucking. It's the best season already of my hero ever. Right. Uh, but okay. Uh, since we didn't talk about the penultimate of this, so this is uh, our fault. Uh, mm. Love flops. It was not a penultimate. That's only episode ten. Penultimate. I was about to say, I, I, yeah. I've seen the pen. I've seen the penultimate, but you haven't. Oh, so we're, so, so we're going to talk about last week. Okay. Is it before well, we before we actually review the penultimate? Yeah, that'll be next week. Well, we'll get a double. We'll get a penultimate. And a yeah, penultimate. yeah, yeah. We'll get. A, uh, yeah, penultimate. Uh, base. You talking about episode ten? I'm talking, but I'm talking about. I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about episode ten real quick. But I'm yeah, saying like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're thinking about the penultimate. With, with, with how everything's going, it's like basically go outside and touch some fucking grass, Asahis. Go outside and touch some grass. Basically, that's what I'm basically getting. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like I wrote in our chat, basically this show is going to be uh, an introduction to how you can live in a in a virtual world and fall in love in a virtual world with non-real characters. I, don't, I think it's getting closure from I dying. Well, that's going to be the overall grand scheme of it, because you know she's yeah. eyes going to be destroyed, and the, I think the world's going to be destroyed anyway. But this is kind of going to be like an introspective idea for Asahi to kind of understand himself as a man in a way, yeah. um, and and get that closure from his best friend dying after all these years, or however many years it was since she passed away versus right. high school life. 
But basically, uh, Asahi, he's now in the virtual world again. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, he's like, it's it's quiet, too quiet. Yep. They get chased. Then, I mean, you could we could do this pretty fast because we don't yeah. really love love flops. Basically, the it's too quiet. Uh, we see the robots already being afflicted by the deletion program. They chase even, after even the people that are in the that are in the past simulation. The dog, the horny dog that raped yep. people, yep. and it, it, it claimed another victim. Yoshino, Yoshio, yeah, Yoshi. No, it's Yoshino. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's Yoshino. Yeah, yeah, so Yoshino. Uh, is with him and he turns into boy Yoshino. They're both butt ass naked, totally irrelevant. Anyway, yeah. they basically dive into like a lake to the try water. and save themselves into water and they end up finding a mystical portal. Oh, no, sorry, they didn't find it. One of the girls opened the portal, I think, for them, right? Yeah, um, yeah, the Amelia Amelia opened the portal for them. They end up back in the dorm room, um, or one in Asahi's room. They're both naked. They're both, oh my god, Come why are you naked? Why are you naked? But basically, Asahi reunites with the girls. They find out that I is in like a center location in this in this virtual universe, and she's heavily guarded. Um, and so, or Aoi, it's, even though it's I, it's Aoi because she's the fifth girl missing. So it's Aoi yeah. that's there. Aoi's in the central world, you know, missing. Blah blah blah. And so, and they're both talking about if something happens to them. Yep. That's it. Yep. Especially Asahi. Like he yep. like he won't be able to come back. Yep. And if the AIs die, they're gone. They de- they're deleted. Yep. So they're so they're making their way through. Uh, we see Mongfa's little enemies, even the robot type looking one, the Jats guy, whatever. Yes. So basically, they're all going through. Uh, now everyone has a transformation. We do we knew about we we knew about Kara, but now Ilya and Amelia. Yes. They all had their little transformations. Uh, Amelia's a, a grand wizard. Yes. Ilya is that was a new transformation. I was like, where did that come from? Yeah. What 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 was uh Ilya's? No clue. Basically, they dressed up like power like uh, Powerpuff, not Powerpuff Girls. Um, like Sailor uh, Moon. Isi- they're they're they were like Isekai characters. Yeah, but okay. But, yeah, but reminded me of Sailor Moon. They're like, oh, they're all Sailor Moon in a way. Yeah. Uh, basically, they're all fighting their way through all this shit. They find mm-hmm. the first portal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they type in stuff in to open the gates, um, but Mongfa doesn't go. Yes, basically he's telling. Uh, did you hold on? Did you say that they're basically in a like a um? They're gonna and it, I, well, let me ask you this because you saw the penultimate. They're going back to locations, and I think they are because I saw the the clip of Amelia and or not clip. I saw a picture of Amelia and um and Asahi, and I imagine that's where Amelia probably dies because I think this is basically going to be the. Uh, it's going to be the theme, basically. They're going to end up in locations where those um, where those individual stories where they took place or where the, the center of those of those interactions took place. That's where they have to go back. Where it's and where each of those interactions happened is where everybody dies, in essence. No, no, no. OK, well, Mungfa dies here. Yeah, basically. Yeah, she uh, basically tells I say to go basically gives him that one kiss. Yes. Talks about how she loves them and all that. And it's real love. She basically said that, yeah, we were programmed. And it was a confirmation because earlier in the episode, Asahi asked Yoshino, like, they were programmed to love me. They didn't really love me. And she's like, yeah, you're right. And so Mongfa um, hears this, but and she does some introspective in between the battle. But basically, she says, like, hey, listen, like, you know, no matter what, love is love. And at the end of the day, um, I, yes, I was programmed to love you, but I learned on my own 
that the love that I feel for you is real love and it's from me. It's from what I want and what I feel, not from anything that I or Aoi is telling us or anything the programmers told us. Um, and she basically pushes Asai into the portal. They can't go back to save her. Yeah, she, she, yeah, she's she's massacred, so they can't go through. The uh, yep. are trying to take him out. Yep. And so, she, yep, she fights. She world. basically fights them all, and that area gets basically deleted. Yes. Cue up. Cue credits. So, like, like, what the fuck happened to this? This had, I don't know. Uh, it's it's okay. weird. It's weird. It's gonna it be is, a three. It's, They're it's, gonna go above it, a three. It's it is what. It yeah, is. it's just not how I expected any of it to go. Not at all. Not at all. Um, it's not the worst thing you could watch for sure, but it's not going to be. No, I don't, I don't regret watching it, but it's just very unexpected. I kind of do, bro. If I honestly, if I knew that this is how it was going to be, I wouldn't have done it. But we didn't know. We didn't know. Yeah. They waited. Yeah. They, they they took their time with that. Yeah. It's all right. All righty. Let's move on. Uzaki Chan. So good. This was actually really good. Yes. So good. So good. So basically, what happens is Uzaki um, is still, or I'm sorry, um, uh, Sakurai is still mad at Uzaki, and um, Uzaki's trying to get in her good graces. And so um, Yanagi has the brilliant idea, like, all right, it's time for me to to step up. And so and she, then Hana's like, don't do it. Yep. So basically, she shows up at the at the uh, at the house, the cafe. Um, right, the cafe, sorry, in the house, the cafe, and says, "Hey, senpai, can I?" Come to your house on New Year's Eve. I'm oh, sorry, on Christmas Eve, and we hang out. You like games? And then, and and then is like, she is seven years older than you. Don't. Yeah, and even and, even Sakurai's like, I don't know about that. And she's like, oh, and, then, and then the daughter and the daughter's like, yeah, basically yeah. they're like, oh, <laughs> the sibling. Only a sibling can do this. Okay, and so, um, to save herself, basically, um, what's it called? And throughout this, like interaction between him and yanagi yeah um, and then uh he's like, like i was gonna really, i was planning to lift the band anyway but all right you know let's see yeah so and then, i was like yeah. so i fuck all this how about instead you guys go to our house like you, go to our, you come house. to our house i'll cook with with uh with my mom and we have uh christmas eve at our house and he's like okay well if you're okay with that that's fine you know and so he shows up and the first person to greet them at the door is fujio fujio <laughs> And Fujio and Sakurai look at each other like, huh? Huh? Eh? 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 <laughs> and the rest of the episode is hilarious because this Fujio thing, is pissed. Like, Fujio's the, like, you're yeah, the motherfucker that's trying to fuck my daughter, you fucking rat bastard. And yeah, as he's, he's sitting like, there, he realizes, player. oh shit, I told him, I told him that my daughter likes him. Oh no! And he's like, I was like, please don't. Like, please don't say anything. Please, like, please we're gonna have a one-on-one talk. So he pulls him to yeah. the side. He's like, You remember that? So, yeah, so now yeah, so now he's not now he's not into like hating him, he's just like saving his own ass. Yeah, he's like, so Listen, like, if Anna knows that I talked about her to you in the gym and told her what I told well, told you what I told what I was talking about her, she'll hate me forever. Let's make her happy, let's not bring up anything. We're good. He's like, All right, no problem. But over the course of the like of the yeah so of yeah the so, night, now the fa- so now the fact that it's in Sakurai's head he can't stop yeah, thinking about it he can't think about it he's like yo like oh shit she really likes me oh man and he starts he's stressed and so he has another one on one with Fujio and he's like I I tried but I can't get my mind off of the conversation it's like so it's fun. impossible to forget so and, I can only get drunk too so he's like I have an idea I'm gonna get pissed drunk because when I black out I forget shit 
And Fujio's like, yes, drink all the alcohol I have. If that's not enough, yes. I will run to the store and buy more. Drink. I was like, I was like, that's a bro right there. <laughs> that's a bro for real, dude. Holy and shit. so he gets pissed drunk. But the unexpected happens, Matt. He well, fir- well, first uh, Fujio's just thinking, so he doesn't like my daughter. <laughs> like he was thinking, like they're just yeah. friends type of thing. And then, then Sakurai starts drunk talking. He starts spilling his soul. He first off, he thanks her like he wanted to in the first place. Yeah. And then he mentions, he's like, listen, and he has an honest, this is an, and this is the first time that he's ever really talked about his parents to anybody on the show. And he's like, you know, my dad was a piece of shit and he loves women and fucking. And he really drove me away from wanting to be that way. But in the process, I became really bad with women. But there's one thing that he told me that really makes sense and sticks out. And that's if I don't do things properly with you, you're going to have problems with other people in the future um, because of our relationship. And I was really thinking that I should do things properly with you if you're okay with that. And everyone is shocked. Um, Suki loves it. Yanagi's recording, which is fucking hilarious. I didn't notice that toward the end of the episode. She was recording. And then Fujio's like, he really does love her. He loves her. Yeah. And oh, and episode. Man. Oh man, I can't wait. Yeah, these last two episodes were really good. Really, really good. It felt like season one Uzaki, and like that's good. This is better than season one. I was like these episodes. It was like it was in that quality. Like these episodes. Like, are we gonna like, get a season we were... three? Probably I not. Think I think we are. Depends on how this ends. I think it's gonna end with. I mean, we already know how that night ends because in the flash forward from episode one, they end up sleeping together. Right. Because he obviously she probably takes him home because he's too right. drunk. So, so she's, yeah, she's gonna have to do that. It's not an etchy, they're not gonna hook up, and it's probably gonna be some shit like I forgot everything. Oh, duh, duh, duh. like you know, because he really got pissed drunk, and then it, it's gonna, I think they're gonna have a season three. Because I, like I said, I think they're gonna drag this out until he graduates because he, he's one year older, so he graduates before her. That's true. Okay, so I, I think they're, I think it's it. gonna drag out till he, he'll, till he graduates, and then when they, when he graduates, they'll be together. Alrighty. Uh, moving on, Rave of the Inner Palace, pretty solid. Yeah, you I, liked it I, more than I did. You liked it more than I did, but I still liked it. Yeah, like I said, this is probably the best episode of the show. It's tough. And again, it's just learning more about the backstory, like we actually how everything is coming into play, of what and of why everything's happening. But first, uh, before we get into that, uh, basically, we find out what's been going on and what's that? What's the what's the owl? The owl. Just call him the owl. I, it, yeah, dude, it's so tough to know these Japanese names. Or I'm Chinese sorry, names. Chinese names. Yeah. So the owl so is like. Is the one that was manipulated this woman who went to the yeah. before about yeah. like, hey, yeah. I said so yeah, so they basically they tie the story together. Jujitsu, uh, jujitsu, wow, <laughs> Jusetsu basically says, hey, you left this coming toward me, and she's like, yeah, you didn't fulfill my request, but the owl, um, he did. And we find out the story of what happened. Basically, he gets a lock of of her dead brother's hair, and the owl makes a clay doll. And it's a living thing of her brother, but, but it's an empty it requires, shell. It requires blood, and it requires blood to survive. And we find out that he's been killing, sacrificing animals for it. But, but he doesn't like animal blood. He likes, he likes real human blood. blood, and he's been sucking the sisters. He's been sucking her blood, so that's why. Yeah. He's like, and that's he why he's been so that, frail. And he, yep. And we also find out he's the one who killed the uh, the the lady in waiting in the in the episode. Yeah, he's like, he was telling the emperor, like, yeah. I'll make sure this doesn't happen again. Like, just begging, like, begging, begging. We and they go into the room where they find him and they find the blood, and they also find the uh, the eunuch that was um I forget his name, 
but they find the eunuch that was uh that was abducted they free yeah. him and then basically again she's begging the emperor please like he's he's good like you know he's this is my brother i love him and now right? and then jujetsu jujetsu is like saying that that's not your brother that's your brother it's a clay doll like he's not going to come back you can't revive the dead and then she's like no that's my brother it's my brother i love him right brother and then the brother fucking bites her fucking carotid artery and she bleeds out and dies yeah and then and then we got a good we got a and, and, and then jujetsu shoots the arrow at him yeah, the Unox fight him for no avail, and they take, takes, takes takes the hair out. Yep, dead. That's it. And so, um, all's well that ends well from that standpoint for the moment. Um, Jusetsu's like, "Hey, I'm going to go to bed." Uh, the Emperor starts walking. The Emperor is like, "She's not going to bed." Yeah, and so, you find out she's looking for the owl. Yeah, she heads to the middle of the forest, and she's like, "I'm not running. I'm not hiding. Come face me." And they're like, "Oh, you come to die, basically." But then that's where Matt said we get the backstory when we find out that the owl and the raven are actually brother and sister, and that yeah. the raven wasn't locked up underneath the palace, as the story is said. The raven was sealed inside of the original raven consort, and basically, the original raven consort has been in turn, maybe probably not on purpose, but all the other ravens have been sacrificed in order to keep the raven itself sealed and basically the raven kills the other raven consorts it kills the host yeah kills the host over time by taking pieces like by basically eating its soul um that's why it feels this pain and yeah especially around the new moon moon. yeah around the new moon and so we find out also that the owl isn't literally the owl because the owl is from this mythical land across the sea where the gods live and that he can't actually because of the law of, of nature in that universe he yeah. can't come to the island on his own that's why he has his own clay dolls and other figures such as that so he can come as a proxy and so we get a decent battle between uh the owl and the emperor a sword battle but the emperor is no match because it's a god and the owl so... his, his diatribe to jusetsu mentions like we can't battle you'll never be able to defeat me as you are you have to use and i forget the name um, you have to use like basically you have to use a proxy to beat me. And so we find out when um, her her chicken or her rooster, whatever it is, yeah. attacks him. And he's like, oh, you stupid. Like and then the whatever the name of that is, he's like, you stupid block blank. And and Jusetsu puts two and two together and she realizes, oh, this is what I need to kill him with. So she takes the the, the feathers from uh, from her chicken and uses them as arrows and is able to basically defeat the owl and the owl um, as its head rolls off of the clay body whispers something to Jusetsu and that's her credits roll. I can't wait. Yeah. The season finale, it'll be good. This is one of the surprises of the season for sure. Mm-hmm. It's gone down on my list though, honestly, like, cause some of the other ones have really like peaked. And I, you, when we went over our top five, I ranked it, but I forgot that my hero isn't going to count because it's a continual. So it bumps everything up, I guess by definition, but yeah, uh, it's, I'm just worried about how are they going to do this without making it. I feel like I feel like one episode is not. A- I don't think we're going to get another season of this. No, that's the thing. I don't think we. So, are. so I'm trying to think how they're going to wrap it up in one episode. If they do it right, then you know what? Fine, good job done. But at the same time, I feel like it'll be it'll feel rushed, and I don't know how they're going to handle it. It's not going to go above four stars for me, but I've already rated it four stars. It's still a four, but. Unless something wows me, the finale we'll see. But as of right now, it's a no. I mean, if something wowed me, it's going to be a four. I can't make this a five. 
Considering who, what the five? No, it, no, it's, it's not gonna be a five. It won't be a five. Considering what our fives are this season, it's not. Gonna be. Okay. Yeah. I found I this on the web for what? Shut up, Siri. All right, let's move on. Yes. More than a married couple. So good. This was nice. I can't believe I. I, I haven't rated it yet. This could be another five. It's not gonna be a five. Oh, I'm so close, dude. I want to rate it a five so bad. I want to rate it a five. So how they how they do this finale? See, for I, you, I, the rating, that's I, how I, I feel about. That's how I feel about fucking uh, married couple. I, so I, just, cool. I just love how I predicted Sean's score again. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so the episode begins um, where um, fuck. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Oh, Jiro yeah, uh, and Akari. Yeah. I got it. Jiro and Akari. Uh, they come back. I'm not a, not yeah. Jiro and Akari come back from their um, from their rendezvous, and people are like, hmm, but no big deal. Um, Jiro's tired the next day. Wakes up, sees uh, Shi- uh, Shiori. And um, basically, like, says, like, hey, you know, like, whatever. They have a, a nice conversation, whatever. And they move on. Um, when Jiro goes to the bathroom to brush his teeth and get, you know, wash his face and stuff, he sees Akari there. And him and Akari do a little bit of flirting. You know, Akari is, like, you know, trying to fuck around with him a little bit, considering what happened. And Jiro's embarrassed, of course. And then uh, Akari tells Jiro, like, hey, don't tell anybody what happened. That's a secret between a husband and wife. Winky face. Moves on. Jiro's embarrassed. Whatever. We we fast forward to a scene with Jiro and Akari. They're in the kitchen together, and they're talking about that night's events. And they're basically going to do the the, the prototypical uh, test of courage. And he's like, you know, that would be really interesting. Like, I wish I could. Uh, Shiori, sorry, Shiori's like, I wish I could be paired with you. And then uh, what's it called? Um, Jiro's like, yeah, whoever you're paired with, they'll take the lead. It's all good. But um, what's his dick? Green haired fuck. That's the thing. Green haired fuck. The, the nerd. <laughs> fuck. Give me a moment. Uh, it is Kamo. Kamo um, was in the background over here in the conversation. And he's like, listen, he's like, I can rig this for you. He's like, for a little bit of gold, whatever. Yeah, for whatever like, his video game. I'll rig this for you so you and Akari can, you know, be together. You can make your move on her. Right. And so he does that and he uses um, May as a proxy for this as well. Where yeah. basically they draw lots of like you know like a pig, a stork, whatever the fuck, like a drawing. Basically, that was their lot. So she give he she gives him a paper of what everybody drew, and he rigs it. But beforehand, Jiro asks Camo like, "Hey, I appreciate you rigging it for me and Akari. I'm sorry for me and Shiori, but I want you to to put a uh, tension Akari and tension, yeah, Akari and tension together too." And he's like, "Why?" And he's like, "Please do it." So yeah, like, right. as, as basically he doesn't want he doesn't want her to be left left behind yeah exactly he's like i don't want to make this move with a shiori and then he gets left and she gets left behind and so that happens the test of courage nothing happens in the test of courage between shiori and jiro because of the fact that um shiori is such a scaredy cat but um as uh akari and tenjin are doing theirs akari drops her phone and it begins to pour rain and so we find out also tenjin calls in like hey i lost the car while she went to go find her phone jiro gets nervous runs after her without even thinking and we see him find uh her phone see him find but her phone one. but not, not akari. akari but eventually uh akari's nervous she's scared she's covering the rain and she's like i just want jiro basically and somebody comes through the bushes she and screams she knows, jiro! but it's tension but it's tension and so they take refuge under a gazebo and shiori also finds um jiro and um they take refuge under a tree and so we get basically a tale of two truths you could say 
and yeah. you see um, Akari and Tenjin have a, a real heart to heart and Tenjin like say, hey, listen, I know you've liked me. I would be an idiot for me not to realize that. Um, but I can't like you back because I'm in love with someone else. So he officially rejects her and we get yeah, a flashback and, to Tenjin. And, and, and he's basically say, like he only sees like a sister type. He only sees her as a sister and we get a flashback from Tenjin of the person he loves and it's his brother's wife. And he fell in love with her when he caught them fucking. Yeah. That was wild. Yeah, unexpected, but sure. And yeah, even said right. like, it's not it's not Shiori. It's not, it's not Shiori. No, so because Akari is like, oh, you like Sakurazaka-san, Shiori. And he's like, ha, 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 he starts laughing. He's like, no, we're just friends. We're always going to be friends. And so meanwhile, Jiro and Akari, I'm sorry, Jiro and Shiori are talking under the tree. And they start talking mm-hmm. about their relationships, whatever. And Jiro, like, he begins to walk away, and Shiori pulls him back and says, Jiro, like, it's not fair. Basically says, it's not fair. Akari gets to see a side that I don't get to see of you. And the more that we're friends and the longer and this I, goes and I on. Want to see it. Yeah, no, and she's like, the longer this goes on, the longer, like, I don't, I'm, basically she's saying she's jealous of Akari. And she looks at Jiro as she pulls him in under, um, under the rain, under the light. There's, there's a nightlight there or a lamp a lamp post there yeah. and she looks at Jiro and says Jiro show me a side of you that Akari hasn't seen and they kiss and they make out they make out underneath yep. the rain under the light post it is a beautiful 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 fucking uh, image um what a wonderful image and meanwhile Akari's talking to Tenjin and Akari basically finds the resolve and realizes I love Jiro yeah. I want to be with Jiro and Tenjin's like, you know, well, you got to do your best, you know, because basically without saying, without telling Tenjin that uh, Jiro loves Akari, I'm sorry, loves Shiori, um, she's like, hey, you know, you got to do your best. You got to prove, you know, what it is. You got to make your move, make him fall in love with you the way you love him. And she's like, yep, I'm going to do my best. And eventually because of the stress and the crying, she was crying throughout that as well. She passes out on um, on Shiori's arm and I'm sorry, on uh, on uh, Tenjin's arm. And Tenjin looks at Shiori and thinks about Jiro, like, you know, like, hey, you know, who would have thought Jiro, whatever, would have been in this position. But, you know, I really hope that, you know, Jiro finds his happiness. And meanwhile, as he's thinking that Jiro is under the light post somewhere near them, perhaps, making out with Akari. I'm sorry, making out with Shiori. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Fucking wow. So, me and Starman had, a, while we were talking, while I mentioned that, and we were like, let, let, uh, let Matt see it. So we had a whole ass debate on this. And so, I mean, it was wonderful stuff. Absolutely wonderful stuff. I hope we can recreate that um, on the seasonal awards next week. Um, or sorry, the week after. Or I'm sorry, the next week is the seasonal awards. So the, 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 annual. the annual awards. I hope we can recreate that in some capacity. But, um, dude, just like, it's so wild where this can go. It's kind of in that same boat as Raven, as you said, where like we hope we don't, they don't rush it. I genuinely think and i unfortunately got to see a, a, a piece of the preview um so there's more suggestive situations that are going to happen amongst the group um specifically with may shiori akari and jiro um so there's situations involving the four of them from what i gathered but my thought is jiro's not going to make that decision now and it's gonna, no. he's in a tough position because of the fact that he just had this moment with the with uh with shiori a beautiful moment he kissed the girl of his dreams. There's a confirmation of feelings there because Shiori basically admitted like, hey, Jiro, I like you. She basically she, she said that when she said to Jiro, I realized that over like the longer we go, the longer the more I realize that being childhood friends with you won't be enough to keep you by my side. 
She yeah. basically outed herself and her feelings. And so I think what's going to happen is they're going to have whatever moments they have in the season finale. And I think that we're going to get a season two. And I think what's going to happen is basically um, Akari is going to be able, is going to be doing her best to try and woo Jiro over. And Jiro's not going to be in that conflicted position that Akari was in because Jiro's not the type to just abandon Shiori. He's not going to abandon that moment that he shared with her. And over the course of time, you know, Akari is going to do her best and she gets that advantage from the from the wife perspective to be able to try and win over Jiro's feelings. Although I ideally I want Akari to lose because normally when you get the childhood best friend, the childhood best friend always loses. Mm-hmm. The the second person always loses for the first. That's generally the typical anime trope in these circumstances. However, Shiori found it within herself to make that move to create that moment between them. So unless Akari, which she probably will, create a moment like that between her and Jiro, not a sexual one, because even though like you know, we could laugh about the fact that Akari felt Jiro's hard ass dick between her legs <laughs> in the previous episode, um, she has to create that moment. And how powerful will that moment be to sway Jiro away? Because Shiori now has a clear advantage on Akari because of the fact that he she has that moment. It's not a pet kiss. It wasn't a practice kiss. This was a full-on kiss between two people that genuinely right. loved each other and in that moment alone intimately shared something deeper than what they could probably have fathomed that they would. So it makes for a fascinating, fascinating story. That's why I'm considering giving it a five because this level that happened in, in the penultimate took it up to a whole nother level opens up doors to a whole a couple various solutions um or outcomes for them and in the end it's going to be like most rom-com animes there's going to be a winner there's going to be a loser the loser is going to be depressingly sad and we hope that the winner and that moment between the two winners will be epically beautiful um, and this has all the makings for that potential. Like I see a lot of snafu from that perspective. Someone's going to be Yui level sad and someone's going to be Hachiman Yukino happy. And I'm hoping it's the childhood best friend. I'm hoping it's Shiori at this current state, but we don't know. It probably won't be. Um, right. Starman mentioned it might be nobody. And I was like, there's no way Jiro picks nobody. There's no fucking way. There's no way that there's going to be no couples that come out of this. No, fuck. no I don't see that right now. No way. So I'm so happy about this series. This makes me so happy. I This is honestly one of the series I look forward to most. If I'm being honest, the series that I look forward to most when I look at my list every week, it would be fucking um, Bleach 1, My Hero 2, uh, what's it called? Um, well, don't tell me. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm talking about series that I look forward to on a weekly basis. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Married Couple 3, uh, Made War that just finished 4, and probably chainsaw man at five and then gundam at six those are the six series that i look forward to every week watching and so love it love it love it love it love it love it all right let's move on spy family solid two things happen here we're gonna go to the first thing uh we see your just depressed depressed moping scared blaring basically she can't get fucking fiona out of her mind type of thing Figure that Lloyd is gonna kick her out at any moment, any time. Basically, all the scenes that Fiona imagined, now yours imagining them in yep. from the opposite perspective. And it's just hurting her every time she thinks about it. And then uh, Lloyd is slowly seeing 
yeah. the Swiffer behavior, the body language and all that. And he's also right? overhearing people say like, oh, he's cheating. Well, he's a fine ass guy. It makes sense. And he's like, oh, they should off him like they did. Uh, what's it called? Like Matthew, whatever his name is. It's not Matthew. Yeah. You know, Matthew down in fucking apartment 7C. And yeah. The fucking uh, Yuri uh, fucking just like, I'm going to kill that son of a bitch right now. Which is yeah. And so Lloyd's like, okay, I hate the type of thing. Because basically it'll sabotage the mission if she's gone. Yeah. So, so they go they, drinking. Yeah, she goes. He goes. Takes down to the bar type of thing. He wants. He wants your to speak. Your can't speak. So what does she do, Ethan? She guzzles down an entire bottle of scotch. Yep. She drinks it all down. Now she's in all one down. swoop. Not just like over the course of time. Literally, she downed a whole bottle of scotch. Yeah. Yep. And your is shit faced. Yeah, and you already know she can't handle liquor. And yep, she she, is, she can hardly handle she can yeah. hardly handle wine. So. She is super shit faced. I love, I love but, her drunk talk. The drunk talk was fucking funny. Oh yeah, but now because of this, she's now Why able. To... Hiona, like the way yeah. she fucking was pronouncing shit was fucking funny. Yeah, your yeah your yeah your was the highlight of this episode. But yes, yeah, she was like blurting everything out, like how she felt and all this. Like I yeah. don't get rid of me type of thing. Yes, and then Lloyd, as Lloyd was trying to ex- explain, like it's not really what you think it is, but. Yeah. He's like, okay, try time to use his old strategy. Like, like he's like, think, okay, shit, your probably actually has feelings for me. So yeah. let's try this. Grabs and he, her, and he's like, like, no, but he also rationalized. He's like, I've had to do this a bunch of times for me. This will be nothing different. I can fake it. Yep. So he like grabs her. Talks about how much he really loves her. He's like, let's get married for real. And she responds with a kick to the, <laughs> to the chin. chin. And yeah. I mean, like full force, one hundred percent. Could have killed him. Fucking could have, and gave him a concussion. She, yeah. he, he, she concussed him. Yeah, and then he's out. He's just like, what happened? Well, what? He's like, I haven't been kicked like that since I was in training. Yep, and it's his later week, and he's like, nope, I can't stand. He's out like a, uh, and then we see they get kicked out outside. of the bar. They get kicked out of the bar. Yeah, because you were saying, yeah, yeah. And it's funny because we see again he's concussed, but he's dreaming, and he's dreaming about his mother who we can't see. And yeah. you hear a lullaby, and he wakes up, and he's on yours lap, and yep. yours the one singing <laughs> lucky up, and yours the one singing the lullaby. Yep. Lloyd freaks out like, "What happened?" They're like, "Oh, we got kicked out of the bar for being too loud. I'm so sorry for kicking you." Da 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 da. And then they have a heartfelt conversation, Matt. Yep, and but. <laughs> We go to the next day, and she didn't remember any of it because she was drunk. Yep. So he had to say it all again. And but, he had Raul Rosas chin. Have you seen Raul Rosas, Matt? The UFC fighter, Raul Rosas. No. Raul. Yes, I, yeah, link it to me. I'm linking it to you now. Images. Copy. Back, back. Because I don't do that. Putting it in the private chat. Vased. He has crimson chin. Not a literal crimson chin like red. Like he's got an ass chin and a half. He's got a, a second cleft on his fucking chin. You see that chin, Matt? <laughs> he's got Raul Rosas chin. For anybody that doesn't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about UFC fighter, 18-year-old kid. He's a superstar phenom because he kicked the shit out of the fucking grown two grown guys already. And he's 18 years old. He literally skipped high school, but that's neither here nor there. Um, he has his fucking chin, the most egregious fucking chin you could think of. He's got a whole ass chin on his fucking face. It is hilarious. Absolutely. All right. Now we go to the next part. This was nice. This the second part was nice. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Anya is basically frustrated that she's not going to be eight Stella. 
So basically, and her little plan of befriending Damien is not going well either. So Becky took this as, hey, you love Damien, right? She's like, it's like, Papa, yes, penis, Mama, Damien, like Damien, yep, Mama, Damien, no, (laughs) no. Look at you being all bashful, Becky. So let's, uh, so let's, uh, so let's fix this. We're gonna, we're gonna get you clothes shopping. Yes, and fucking uh, what's his face gives him a uh, Lloyd gives Anya a fucking wad of cash. Yep, it's just like here you go. Basically, he thinks you'll be, he thinks it will be good for the. Lloyd's like, you're gonna give me that much. Shocked. He's just like, what? It's just money. <laughs> it's just money. It's not my money. It's the government's money. But that's the yeah. Right there. Anyway. Yeah. And so basically now uh, Becky and Adi are at the department store and Becky rents out the whole department store. Yes. For just them. Yes. And um, he's like, I want penis. Like, oh, no. We're going to actual clothes. And Becky proceeds to buy half the store. Yeah, Anya didn't get anything yet. Doesn't get shit because she likes anime. She doesn't like grown woman clothes. But yeah, now uh, Becky thinks that she's boring Anya, but Anya is I just talk about how she's actually having fun. Yeah, she's and like, she gets like I get to have I get to do this with a friend. And it's like oh, because now yeah. we get a flashback of Becky how how she was. She yeah, didn't we, have friends. She was she was a bitch. She was a bully. Yeah, she was a bully. Yep, and everyone's trying to tell her like you can't know it all. You can't be such a bitch. Basically, what yeah. I was saying. And remember, she she intended to bully Anya when they first met. Like they were yeah. talking about it, but all of a sudden, Anya changed. Her. Yeah, and she's like talking about, and like and she talked about this to her maid who was like yeah. the chauffeur. Like yeah. I met a I met a weird friend, but she's interested in all this. Yeah, and talk about how much she likes hanging out with her in school. Yeah, and so they're like, oh, we got to buy you something. Let's spend the second half of the day trying to find you something you like. And, and as they're walking past a um the the gift shop, they see the keychains, and then yeah, then Anya wants to buy that for her. Yeah, and they do that. They pass under the car, and then Anya gives Lloyd the money. <laughs> so, uh, why why was he upset about it? Huh? Because um because he didn't, she didn't spend it uh, all, or there it is. Um no, so basically they bought the two the keychains. They were three hundred dollars. Matt, do you want to guess? And they said in the anime, and I forgot it. I just googled it. You want to guess how much 300 Dalk is? Uh, what they said? Dalk? Dalk. D-A-L-C. That's the uh, currency in, in Spy Family. Dalk. How much is 300? Uh, how much is 300 Dalk? Dalk. $100. No. Higher? Yeah. $1,000. Lower. 500 No. $950. <laughs> For keychains? For a keychain. $950 American dollars. Per keychain. For oh my per keychain. Oh my god. And that's why uh Lloyd at the end of the at the episode, he's having a fucking seizure internally because he's she spent nine hundred and fifty US dollars on a key, one keychain times two. So that's nineteen hundred dollars. She spent nineteen hundred dollars on two keychains. Did you see the preview for the next one? No, I always skip those. Oh I like one blank. I can't wait. You know what this is you know, honestly, as I, I sat here at the end of that episode, I sat there, not here, there at the at the end of the episode. Yeah. I like season two a lot better than I like season one. So therefore, I think I'm gonna retroactively go back and rate season one a three because I really depending on this how the season finale ends next week, I this is a pretty solid four this season. Right. So I think I'm gonna go back retroactively downgrade season one to a three and because I b- was not the big or let me say part one. I was not the biggest hater, or sorry, not the biggest lover of this, and I've grown to like it. I wouldn't say 
I would say moderately more. I've grown to right. like Spy Family moderately more. And so um, this is a solid four for me this season. I can tell you guys about off the bat. So yeah. um, I think that's what I'm going to do, depending on the season finale next week. All right, moving on. Go to the Rock. Funny. This was hilarious again, and then so we're going to get to it. Uh, basically, uh, Kita, Ijika, and Ryo, they're looking for they're looking for Bochi. Yes, she's gone she's, missing. Be, yeah, because uh, basically, because yeah, Bochi's class has the maid cafe. And Bochi in a maid outfit looks really cute. Uh, I mean, people are people are pissed because uh, she yeah, she has tits, so they don't show the tits in full, like the curves of it in the anime. Who's pissed? But, no, like uh, people, the manga readers. <laughs> so, so in the manga, they show her with cleavage. Yeah, she has cleavage. Like she had, like she she has a nice rack, basically. Okay. And in the made up in this in the anime, they make her like look flat when she's, she's really fifteen. Not. That's weird. I know, but I'm saying. So that basically, uh, Bochi's uh, embarrassed and- in the made outfit, so. She's not there. Yes, she's not there. Like, oh, I... fuck this. So uh, Kita's like, all right, this is how we're gonna. This is how we're gonna find her. Find the most depressing place you can think of. Yes, think of, of where the animals go. That type of thing. Maybe yes. a dumpster, quarter, back of a classroom. Yes, under the stairs. Just, nothing. Yep, and uh, you find out that she's been outside. And then uh, Bochi's reading the comments. Near the says, dumpster. Yep. Near another yeah. dumpster. Yeah, and it's like I can't have my bandmates see me like this. And then uh, she's like, she's she's scrolling for her phone. She's on her social yeah. media page. And then she realizes she's like, oh, I'm. She's like, I'm gonna go to my happy place, which is Guitar Hero. So she's reading. She's like, the comment section of my page is the most happiest place on earth. She's and then so, she freaks she, out she, because she, she looks, and they're like, oh, is Bochi dead? Is this channel dead? I'm yep. gonna. I'm subscribe. And she realized she didn't realize how long it's been since she posted the video. Yeah, I, I got I got to do one after the concert, but. Now all of a sudden the bandmates are on the other side of the door. Oh, there she is. There she is. I told you. She's like, Oh, it made going to the dumpster worth it, which was funny. Yeah. Which by the yeah. way, I also thought of. I was like, you know, this season, if she would just post like a, a, a video, like I think what's gonna happen is she'll post the Bunkasai video, like the cultural video, yeah. and it's gonna blow them up. Yeah. They're gonna blow up. And oh, I don't yeah. she has like what they said thirty thousand subscribers, or is it three for, for for herself? For her for guitar hero channel. It's like three thousand or thirty thousand, which is a major uh, difference, I know. But I, I think, think it's like three thousand. I think it's three thousand. Yeah. Hey, that's three thousand fans that she could bring yeah. in. Exactly. But we'll we'll see what happens with that. But uh, what you call it? Now they eventually bring Bochi back into the the, the classroom. Yes. Well, first uh, they're enjoying the festival first because she doesn't have to do the maid shifts yet. Yes. So basically, they're all enjoying like the haunted house. Yes. Uh, food. And it's funny because Boshi and Rio are like, what the fuck is this? Meanwhile, uh, Nijika and uh, Kita are scared. Kita are scared shitless. And then Boshi and Rio are like, what the fuck is this? And then Boshi gets scared at their screams. Yep. Which is funny. <laughs> like, oh boy. And then uh, we're getting, now, uh, yeah, they're getting food. Rio's trying to mooch off, like, me buy me the food, <laughs> that type of thing. Right. And then we get to the May Cafe. Uh, the bandmates are sitting down while Goto. Is just standing outside, like, oh, she, I bet she's greeted all these customers. Like, <laughs> she's dead, like, she's dead again. <laughs> but she's doing the thing, no, but no. And then we see these uh, two JoJo t- looking delinquents, yes, like the hair, part four. yeah, hair brushing the ceiling, even, yes, they're like, hey, baby, you want to go out, you want to have fun, that type of thing. And you just see this, she's not even answering me from Rio, yep. And then this, this Bochi is just, he's just still there. She's still lifeless. It's like, oh shit. Like, they, they, she's not even saying anything. Yeah. And then, and then fucking, uh, 
Killer Queen when JoJo comes out of fucking Bochi's mouth. And they start bowing down like, we're sorry! Yeah, it was fun. And they, they go inside. So they, and now, yeah, Bochi goes to the Bambay's table. They go, they get the omelet rice. Like, do the thing! Like, do the... Make it taste better. Meow meow And then it's just... Tastes awful because of it. Yeah, they, and, and Kipa they, decides to do like, like you're doing it wrong. Meow like, like, like she's like doing like poses, dancing yeah. a little bit, and it tastes scrumptious. And we, I laugh by the way. They're like, yeah, we spent all of our budget on the maid costume, so everything is just alma rice with different names. Yep. <laughs> and like, what's this? It's what am I doing? And they're like, so, oh, yeah. it's kind of grainy. They're like, it was frozen Omar. Yep. And now with Keats's little thing, it made it taste better. So basically, they're like, the oh, girl, you want to be a maid? <laughs> yeah. The girl's like, Keita, will you help us? Nijika, you don't go here, but you're pretty and you're really likable. Can you help us? And they're like the stars of the fucking. Yeah. And even Rio gets the cafe. Even, they sell Rio out of all the like Omar rice. And Rio's a butler. And hey. they sell out of all the Omar rice. And then yep. Rio's like, where's my money? Yeah. Like, like, hey, we're going. <laughs> we're leaving. She's like, no, no, I didn't do this for free. I was like, you I respect it. Let's get get your cut. Get that money, bitch. Yeah. yeah. So basically, they're all uh, they're all excited. Like that was like this time for their concert for tomorrow. Yeah. But Bochi notices something with Kita. Yeah, I'm curious what that is. I don't know if it's just like actual nerves or it might be. Yeah, we don't know. But um, yeah, she doesn't say anything. I thought I thought we were gonna have that talk. Like they because they usually walk home together, it's gonna be right before, yeah. Actually, no, but, not even right before because the episode ends with them on stage, yeah, yeah. That's why that's what I said. Maybe we'll find out after. I hope she doesn't fuck up, yeah. I don't know. Uh, we'll I could see. see that. I could see Nijiko, like, like stage... or not Nijiko, uh, Keita, fuck, like having like some stage sort of right, like, yeah, or something like that. Or she's tri- she fucks up a chord and then she just loses it, and it's gonna be or more her voice, I think yeah. It's, I think it's gonna be her voice. I could see that, and then uh, basically. Who cringe? Who's cringe? No, I'm saying that it's gonna be cringe seeing Keita like not perform. Yeah. Oh man, that's gonna be hard because uh, that's what a lot of people are there for. Like yeah. they they want like they wanted Keita and you hear them Keita. like screaming need or uh, Keita. Keita, Keita yeah because yeah because she's the popular girl and then you see Bochi Chan's uh, family there. Well, well, well first, well, well, with well, the camcorder. Well, well, first Bochi's like, oh, of course. I yean, yeah, it's okay. And then, and then, the and then you see the family, the two fans, and then you see drunk senpai. Yeah, Kikori is like, yeah, yeah. And then you it's see, it's funny because uh, Kikori is one of the. Uh, you didn't realize it's one of the Japanese whiskeys that I buy. It's a yeah. really good, good, smooth whiskey. So she's yeah. named after fucking uh, uh, nice. Japanese whiskey. It's like, should you be here? I got a glass this time. <laughs> yeah, and then you see fucking senpai, her senpai, uh, Nijika's sister, fucking choking her out. And, and they're like, yeah, and then the other students are like, she reeks a booze, she should be here, but yeah. that was funny. But and yeah, they, yeah, then Kita's like, thank y'all for coming. Now we're gonna start and credits. This is close to a five for me. I, I want to rate this is another one I want to rate a five. It's definitely a four. I, we'll see how the finale ends. We got three left. We're making decent time. We're only we just hit the two hour mark. Nice, there we go. Poor All Sean. right, uh, that's why you get a gift, Sean, because you got to deal with two hour podcasts every single week. We have Chainsaw. We already know what our main is. And Bleach. Chainsaw. Alright, yeah. I don't remember too much a little bit of the end. Okay, so I... I, I, as, as I did watch this while I was exhausted as fuck. Okay, I'll pull it out. So basically, yeah. we see... Um, what's his dick? Um, Aki. We see yeah. Aki um, enter, the, uh, enter the chamber. We see the future, uh, the future devil. 
and the future devil devil is a comedy he's a he's a character he's a character a very exuberant character and yes. so he starts doing these funny dances and shit like that and he's, he's like oh he's like all right go ahead and put your like put your head in my belly that's how i know your future so he's like, all right. Basically, or yeah, determines what he wants in return, basically. Like, yeah, because he, he's like, it just that'll determine a trade. So he sticks his head in there for about a minute. The future devil starts laughing, and Aki takes his head out, and he's like, he's like, dude, he's like, I'm coming with you. <laughs> yeah, he's like, here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna live in your right eye because your death is fucking awesome. He's like, you want to know? You're going to, and he's like, just get in my fucking eye, dude. Yeah, he's Aki's like, like, I don't yeah. care. Just get in my eye. So basically, he's giving it for free. He just wants to see he's what happens. He's getting it for free. Which, yeah, by the way, the sword he's using in the battle, is that his cursed sword or is that just a regular katana? I think it's the cur- I think it's a regular katana because, I mean, there's no way he's using the cursed sword because then he just keeps eating fucking his life. He's already That's got true. Left That's true. Left. Okay. I think it's a regular katana. Okay. So basically, he lives in his eye. We find out later on in his battle that um, the, the eye allows him to see a little bit into the future. But nothing else. I imagine just for now. But he sees a little bit to the future, so he's able to dodge some of the moves a little bit. But he doesn't get to dodge everything. We'll get into that in a second. So yeah. the other side, on the other side, while this is happening, we see um, uh, Shibe, Power, and Denji. Yeah, and they're training, and, the, and Denji and Power are getting better. They're still getting their. And Kishibe actually has a scratch on his face. He has a scratch on his face. He's like, okay, good. he's we like do this every week. We could do this once a week now. Yeah, and like, so, I don't, like I don't have to bother you guys anymore. <laughs> yeah. And so he has a meeting with Makima-san, and he's like, and he basically tells Makima, like, oh, like, you know, I didn't think that I would get attached to these fucking, these devils, these fucking creatures, but here I am. I'm getting attached to them. And then he's like, she's like, he tells her, like, listen, he's like, you knew about this, didn't you? And she says nothing. She's tight-lipped about it. And he's like, listen, I don't care how many of my dogs you kill as long as you're on the right side of justice. But that's the only reason why like, I don't kill you myself. And basically, what do you want? Yeah, what do you want? And they, they, they cuts away from that. And on the other side, basically, we get a raid. We find out that there's going to be a raid going on for the people that um, took out Division 4. Division 4 is going to lead it. Division 4 is on their own. They go inside of this crazy building, and there's a bunch of zombies and shit. And we get, the, we get to see the rest of Division 4. And we get, like, a penguin guy, a shark guy, an angel, uh, angel girl and somebody and a spider girl so they get yeah. the spider devil the angel devil the penguin devil or no sorry no we get the violence devil the violence devil has to fucking wear a gas mask that leaks poisonous gas um so it controls him and then you get the shark devil which turns into a shark and they just yeah being up denji and power everybody's just fucking everybody up and then denji and power go with aki up to the main floor and as they're going up to the main floor makima goes to a random uh coastal house and she has a meeting with the yakuza and they were like oh your your um your associates have uh contracts with the gun devil and the, the yakuza boss is like listen they did that against my command this is their leader this is who did this so this is who you should go after and she's like thank you for your cooperation i'm gonna need you to write down everybody who has a contract with the gun devil in your association and he's like okay no problem i'll be happy to do that and then he's like and she's like well while you're at it I'm going to need you to write down everybody in other families that you know that has contract with the gun devil. And he's like, listen, have you ever heard of the term a necessary evil? He's like, you ever seen the Chinese and the Russian mafia? They make us look like angels. And he's like, we're the necessary evil of Japan because we keep the foreigners away. 
So I'm not going to sell them out because that means a war for me. I'm not trying to do that. And Makima's like, I don't give a fuck. You're going to do what the fuck I say. And she's surrounded by all these cra- like top Yakuza bosses. And they all are about to try and fuck her up. And basically one of the bosses turns Makima around and is about to punch her in the face. And he starts bleeding out of his nose and starts gushing blood and goes limp. And everyone's like, what the fuck is happening? And she basically Makima pulls out a bag, puts it on the table and says, you're going to do what I ask because inside this bag. And I'm sorry, this has happened before the guy went to go punch her in the face. Yeah. Um, the eyeballs, right? Their eyeballs. Your wife, your daughter, your grandmother, your lover, your sister, all of these people, a piece of their eyeball. And they're like, don't worry. We have somebody that can put them back. No problem. Like if nothing happened, but I need you to write this down. And eventually, homeboy does. And then throughout the fight, as Aki is fighting, Aki is surrounded by like all these like underlings from the mafia. Again, bleed from nose, gush blood, go limp. And Aki's like, "What the fuck is happening?" Okay, whatever. Keeps on going. Ends up in a in a like a like a storage basement type of like storage area with uh, the woman. And the woman, uh, what's it called? Calls up, and because of the fact that he she ate fucking um himeno's ghost her devil she calls her devil has control over her devil and was like fight aki and so aki with his like his his all-seeing eye is able to evade some of the attacks he's able to get some offense in but eventually he gets caught and the episode ends with aki being choked almost to death i think he does pass out he gets he chokes until he passes out by himeno's ghost and i'm really hoping like I said in the chat, I really hope that he does defeat Jimeno's ghost and he gets to keep Jimeno's ghost as a contract for somehow. And that's okay, another... that, that could happen. I, I hope that happens. Yes. But again, you you did forget about Rikishibe Makiba when he asked him, What do you want? And she said, All I want is to save as many people as possible. And he called her a liar. A liar. Yeah, I forgot that part. You're so, right. But I say, but he had the balls to say that when yeah. he she could probably kill him right there. Usatsuki. He, he 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 don't care. Yeah, he can't control him. Nope. But yeah, like, it's like he knows something that that the I others mean, don't. Yeah, basically. I mean, she tries to keep her power secret, but I mean, yeah, I I think he knows all about her. That's. I mean, I think he helped train her. You would think. Maybe, I don't know. But I, was like, I think he just knows a lot about her than other people leading to believe. <laughs> I mean, he's the top devil hunter. He's been around. Oh yeah, he is the top devil hunter. <laughs> he is Ichiban devil hunter. Yeah, can't can't kill him. Love it. Fantastic. Still a five-star series. Alrighty. Moving on. Co-main Bleach. <sighs> what a backstory. Uh, yeah, this is basically a full-on backstory. But before that, though, uh, Ichigo is back home. <laughs> Honestly, this stuff I feel is kind of irrelevant. Like, he goes over to What's-Her-Face's house. His dad, yeah. house. No, he goes over to his boss's house. So, basically, he shows up. His dad opens the door. And he's like, fuck you, guy. Runs over to his boss's house. Takes a shot at boss's house. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever. The doorbell opens. She opens the door. Nobody's there. But she can't see that Ichigo's father, dressed in his uh, in his uh, Soul Reaper robes, is there. And was like, come with me. We have to talk. So, they go to, like, some, I think, back to the house. And they're in a room. Yeah. And he's like, I say, and he's like I'm not surprised you failed the, the test, yeah. basically. And he's like, how do you know? You're never, never like, going to get oh. a bankai. Yeah. And he's like, how do you know? He's like, oh, Urahara taught me. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're talking backwards. You went backwards at the beginning of the episode. The very beginning of the episode is where the black guy talks to um, 
Renji. To, to Renji and says like, oh, of course he was going to fail. You know, I, I'm creator, everything, even fucking. Yeah, I, I, I thought that was last week. I thought that was just a recap. No, this was, that, okay. was the, that was the very beginning of this episode. Okay. Again, I felt it was inconsequential. And Renji okay. knew. That's the only piece that he's like, yeah, I had a feeling. But he's Ichigo. He would figure it out, right? That's All the, all the beginning of that, is, quite frankly, is irrelevant. What is relevant is Ichigo's father says, hey, a while ago you asked me about your mother. And I told you I would tell you when the time is right. Time is right. And we get the backstory of Ichigo and his mother, and it's a wild backstory. We find out, and I don't know if it was told already, and I just missed it, but Ichigo's father was the original, several hundred years ago, the original um, uh, captain of Squad 10. We see Toshiro and Matsumoto under him as his top two lieutenants, basically. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a report of of Soul Reapers getting killed in Karakura Town, um grizzly like three of them in like two months have have died and so he knows something's up and he goes on his own to karakura town meanwhile we see ichigo's mother and ichigo's mother we find out early is a quincy obviously alluded to it but we find out she's a quincy because she's the last of her family and she's being sheltered by a certain family and when we see who the, the family is there's a woman there that's fine but there's uh, an older, not older, but like a, a, a older teenager. Yeah. And we find out it's Ishida's father. Mm-hmm. It is Ishida's father. And so um, Ishida's father kind of cares about, um, what's her name? What's Ichigo's mom's name? I know it's Kurosaki. Yeah. yeah. Which is interesting, too, that Ichigo was named after his mother, not his father. Yeah. yeah. That is important. I do want to say her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I hear you. I'm trying to find her. Yes. In this uh, Masaki. Masaki, yes. So Masaki's there. He kind of cares about Masaki, but he only cares because of the fact that she has rich Quincy blood. And he's like, I wonder if she'll, you know, be okay if I married her. But mostly for her blood, not necessarily for her. Because he's still calculated and kind of kind of cruel. Not quite the, the dick that he is now. But I'm sure he's probably grown to be that dick as we get more into part two of the backstory, which I imagine will be the finale, um, part of the finale next week, which is an hour long. Again, fairly reminder, the Bleach yep. finale is a one hour long special. Yep, it's a uh, back to back with the uh, two B2B. episodes. Yeah, B2B. Um, anyway, so we get the backstory as they continue. Um, we find out that the Aronkar, sorry, not the Aronkar, the, uh, the uh, fuck, the Hollow only comes out at night. And we find out that it's a special Hollow. Because around the same time that uh, Ichigo's father is captain, Aizen, Kaname, and Gin are all captains. Yep. The events of what happened to the other captains uh, earlier in, in the in the epi- in the in the series, uh, where they were holified and they managed to get away, has already occurred. They're searching for Ginji and Co. Um, but they haven't found them yet. And in the meantime, what they're doing is they're taking dead soul reapers or they're taking soul reapers, killing them and then experimenting on them and trying to turn them into hollows and trying to basically create hollows with soul reaper power. And so they're doing these experiments. We find out that the hollow that's killing everybody in Karakura town is one of those experiments. And so it's just, it's so wild to get that piece of the backstory. I was like, wow, what a flashback. That's what I thought. But anyway, as we go along, um, Ichigo's father and the and the and the the hollow start fighting. He kills a couple more soul reapers. It's a solid fight. Like it's a really solid fight. Um, Ichigo's dad is getting fucked up, but he's holding his own. And as he's about to land a, a decisive blow against this Arankar, we see Aizen 
and Gin and Kaname show up in black robes. They slice Ichigo's father's back, and he recognizes immediately. Like that was done by Azampacto. That wasn't done by him. And he yeah. basically calculates. He's like, "Oh, this hollow isn't necessarily a hollow. It's a menos, which is a pretty powerful hollow, right? Mm-hmm. It's got the fucking beam that comes out of his head and everything. Like it's wild." And so Misaki feels the spiritual pressure and runs towards the battle. Ishida's father tries to stop her and say, "Like, hey, like you, you know, part of." taking care of yourself is not worrying about that and there, if there's we go only after the soul reaper is dead and we our maid is the one that goes out first we don't go out and she's like listen basically tells him like listen i can't live with that i can't live with myself knowing that i could have done something to save someone and i didn't do it i know papa we're almost done. <laughs> so we're almost done papa almost done buddy Anyway, so she runs out there. Ichigo's father, or not Ichigo, um, Ishida's father's like, all right, fine, fuck, let's go. So they go out. The battle's still happening. And as he's about to get killed, um, we see, uh, I think it was Kaname. Kaname is like, oh, he's going to get him. Let me kill him. And he's like, no, let's see the battle happen. And so as the battle happens, he says that when um, Misaki shows up. So basically, um, Ichigo's dad is in a really horrible, like, he's in a really horrible battle. He's about to get fucked up. And as he's about to get fucked up, um, Misaki shoots her fucking Quincy arrow to distract the uh, the the hollow. Yep. The hollow goes after Misaki. Misaki shoots a bunch of arrows, and the wrong. Uh, yeah, she sorry. stops. Yeah, and the, right. yeah, the hollow dodges them all, and so she stops. Allows the hollow to get close. The hollow is about to fucking use its fucking beam, and oh no, sorry, no, the hollow no, bites. Bite. The hollow bites her, and we find out as we saw previously when you bite a quince, like a, ho- a hollow bites a quincy or something, it's bad, like bad tasting, whatever the case is. So the hollow's like, or I'm sorry, Misaki's like, thank you for doing that, I appreciate that. Headshot, one shots the fucking thing in the head, and as it's about to die, the hollow self destructs. Yeah, and as Misaki's about to die, Ichigo's father saves her, takes the the self destruction, and that, I'm sorry, that's when. Uh, Kaname is like, oh my god, it's self-destructed. Let's kill him. And he's like, no, we're good right now. Aizen's like, no, we're good. Let's go. They disappear, and we get the introduction of Misaki and Ichigo's father. And then in um, let's go. So then Aizen, Gin, and Kaname go back. Kaname's pissed off, like our experiment is ruined. It was fucking pointless. And Aizen, ever the cunning piece of shit that he is, and he's like, nope, we got something better. Sometimes you have to see something be destroyed in order to find something better. He's like, don't you want to see the outcome of this? I do. This is all Eisen's plan. And it was all Eisen's plan. He got the mother and father somehow together. And obviously Eisen fucking probably killed his mother. Or had something to do with it. Regardless. So good. The storytelling, amazing. And of course, like the animation has been movie, movie quality the entire time. It has been stupendous. Stupendously great. Love it. Five stars all the way through. Alrighty, moving on to the main event. Akiba the main event of the evening. This is a two-parter. Oh yeah, because we uh, we did uh, not know. Oh boy, it ties in. It just ties in. Half the goal. But yeah, uh, fans aren't going so well at Oinky Doink Cafe right now. No, no, because uh, basically other maids are getting pissed off. They got to no. It's going, actually, no, it's going really well at the beginning because they're taking all of the um. They're taking all. They're getting the glamour from winning the the competition. That we talked about that already. Did we? Yeah, we t- that was with the guy. This is after. This is after the guy died. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, no, yeah. nothing to do with the cafe, really. That goes for Ronco. Things are not going good for Ronco. 
But not, I'm saying like, but I'm saying now that uh, maids are killing their customers for bragging about it. Some customers. Oh yeah, no, that's a piece. That's not part of it. But I'm saying that uh, the fucking panda hanging from the yeah. So though... the episode begins with pan with episode eleven, the penultimate episode. Yeah, that. it starts with hang, panda hanging from the sign. Panda managed to escape. Panda yeah, still has she, his yeah, ba- yeah, basically found like a slimmer outfit. Yeah. Or so. And basically, there's a note attached to Panda's head. The note says, you're being disowned. And if yep, you're disowned, so, you're going to die. Yep. So Nagi declared Unkidai Cafe out of the group. Yep. And basically, yep, it's about time for them to die. Yep. And, and now, Ron, because of the, yeah, because of this, they're losing customers. Yeah. Because they're not associated. And the other maids are going to make sure they don't get any more customers. And the maids are, and the, the cafe is being fucking, uh, what's it called? Uh, vandalized. And yep. they're fucking writing horrible messages on there. Yeah. So because of this, yeah. And Nagi, what you call it? Sorry, the girl made she lost her best customers because of this. Oh, well, you skipped that. Basically, the two other customers come over like, you remember so-and-so? They're like, yeah. Well, he bragged about you at one of the other cafes we visited. And, and yeah. And we're scared that they're going to kill us because we're your best customers. We can't come here anymore. We're sorry. And so this kind of basically forces them like, all right, we're going to do something about this. Yeah, and, and, so then they- Ran- and then Ranko tells everyone about Nagi, the, like, the, yeah. ba- the backstory. Their backstory on Nagi. They, backstory. They, they grew up there. They were with the OG. <laughs> yep. They were a part of it. And so they basically managed to convince everybody, like, listen, we're going to die anyway. So let's go out guns blazing. You guys fucking shoot and kill as many as you can. Nagomi and I are going to go over. At first, Ronko's like, I'm going to go by myself. And Nagomi's like, I want to go. And Nagomi's like, or sorry, Ronko's like, are you prepared to die? And puts a gun to her face. And she freaks and she, out. Yep. And they're like, don't come. And so the next day, uh, whatever happens, Nagomi finds the fucking inner like fortitude to fucking do it. And is like, I'm coming with you. So they go together. They're led to the to the, to, um, the top floor. Uh, is it Uraka? Uraka? What's her name? Which one? The head maid. Nagi. No, the head maid. Oh, it is Nagi. It is Nagi. Sorry. Well, she yeah. has like Umiko. Umiko is her name, her first name, but it's Nagi. We'll say Nagi. So they go to Nagi. They're led to Nagi. And basically, uh, Ronko asks Nagi, kill me, save the cafe. And she slices with her katana. Uh, what's it called? Um, her, oh, she, she like, stabs her hand. Yeah. Yeah. Ronko's hand stabs her hand. Nagomi's like, no, don't do it. Blah, blah, blah. And then. Basically, she's like, come here. So uh, Nagomi goes over there. She's like, slice that pigtail off you. And they're like, no, you love that pigtail. Nope. She's like, I'll do it. Slices the pigtail off. And they basically beg her to, like, let them nice. off. And she's like, you know, we're, we'll do our and best. Then, and, then Na- and then Nagi's like, went to Ryan because, like, so you really love this? So how about this? Uh, basically, like, kill like, kill, kill Nagomi. And she's like, nope, kill me instead. And it's like, and nope. So basically, I'm gonna go kill Nagomi. So either you shoot me or I shoot her. Yep. And Ranko doesn't want to kill Nagi. Nope. Because <laughs> again, they grew up in the in the same They're household. Yeah. Yep. And so, and so she says, okay, fine, but te- you need ten times the amount you're owed. That's it. Yes. Okay. Thanks. And so, meanwhile, there's been a shootout the whole time at the Okie Doink Cafe. Or sorry, yeah. not at, not at Okie Doink. I'm sorry. They took the head of, of the Lion of, Cafe, yeah, of the Lion Cafe, and they're like, "Kill me, bitch, kill me!" And they're like, "Nope, you're a hostage." And they're like, "We have a hostage, right?" And they pull her out, and they fucking shoot at her anyway. They don't give a fuck. And they're like, "Yes, kill me and take these pigs with." You. It's so savage. 
But yeah, that doesn't happen. It's just basically Ronco, and they're gonna come back. A war of the maids got shot. Yep. Like, like no, the there's no more killing by the manager. Got shot yeah. by the manager, which is great. Yeah, like, like we said, no killing. It's done. We can all yeah. go. Yep. So, all's out that ends well, or so we think. Because now yep. we're at the shopping center. Ronco and Nagomi are there. Everything's going well. They're shopping for each other. And all Ronco... of a sudden, a maid hugs Ronco, like a, like from the behind. But you don't. Uh, it's not a hug. You hear it. Shink. Yeah. And, and you hear the. And you see her face. You see her expression. You find out. Yeah, she got stabbed in the back. In, in public. Her, in public. Yeah, you got stabbed in the gut. And she dies in Nagomi's arms. And she just talking about how she doesn't want to die. She wants to keep being a maid. And yeah, we we called her dying, but not like that. No, not like that. We we respected her how die guns blazing with Nagi. Yeah. And that didn't happen. So this was oh. different. I liked it like that. It was good. Yeah. And so now this broke Nagomi. And we get we now we're at the finale. We're at the finale. And everyone's at the funeral. They're all crying. Everyone except Nagomi. Yep. And then and Nagomi uh, is a savage. But before that, though, uh, the other two mates, the cow maid and the bear maid, the ones that were like total bitches, like, oh, you heard Ranko die? Like, oh, good friends. Oh, before that, though, I'm sorry. Yeah. We, we got ahead. Uh, Nagi sees the maid that stabbed her. Yeah. Like, like, hey, who told you to do that type of thing? I did it for myself. I'm not a creature. And But she likes the fact that Ranko died. And she's like, you're a creature now. Prove your worth. No, it's like, okay, now now we're going to kill him, basically. Yeah, they're like, this is all-out war. We have to kill him now. Yeah, because we don't... Like, she's seen it before. We know what's going to happen. Yep, get the order. Everybody, come over. So there's 20... We find out later, it's 26 maids against the yeah, five we'll, girls. From yeah, we'll, we'll get, yeah, we'll get we'll to that in a bit. We'll get there. But, but yeah, uh, well, yeah the, has the, lost the, her shit. Yeah, she has gone fucking nuts. Yep, she... She pulls the cat, the, the the major cow maid into the dark alleyway using Ronco's gun. She took Ronco's gun. Yep. And then shoots the cow maid's foot. Yep. Shoots and... her ear, and she's talking shit the whole time. Like she shoots her ear. She's like, "Good, now we can tag you like the fucking cow you are." Yeah. Like, and then you're like, "Oh, let's go for a nose ring." Puts the gun up on her fucking nose. They're like, let's give you a nose ring now. And she's like, "Wait, I talk." Yeah, like, we find out. Yeah. So basically, everyone below Nagi was planning this. Yeah, so they're like, oh, they're so she asks questions. They're like, where's Nagi? No, who killed Ranko? Who's the man that killed Ranko? Like, oh, so, uh, someone from the Moon Moon Cafe that you killed. Well, above Moon space, Cafe. The space one, you guys, yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh, they're like, did it come from Nagi? I don't know. Where's Nagi? I don't know. She's like, I don't really fucking, like, I really don't know. And she, and and she shoots to the side of like, tell the the, the dark pork is here or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm dark pork. We're coming to kill. You. And she yeah. dips. And, and she so... goes over. And she and she goes over to the um to the 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 ramen shop. Talks to the old man. They're like, I need you to tell me everything you know about Nagi. And then he's like, I don't know anything. She shoots the fucking ground. She's like, I need you to tell me everything. And he's like, yeah, he kind of he right. does. And so like, it's basically, yeah, we go definitely like, yeah that she took Nagi in. And she basically, Nagi is the one that wanted the yeah, violence out, and all that. Yeah, we find out Michio was a more a warmonger, and then uh, she took not uh, she took Nagi in and, and read her that way. And then Ronko came in. Ronko was the Nagomi of the shop and basically warmed Michio's heart, and then convinced her to not do violence anymore. Yeah, but they were gonna end, they were gonna end violence in Akiba. 
Yeah, but as Nagi said, Nagi's Nagi Nagi did not want that. Nagi arranged the hit on her boss just so she can take over and so send and, and send Ranko in jail. Yep. So all I was just like, "Wow, okay." <laughs> Savage. And so Nagomi's like, "Thank you," and she walks out. She goes over to the cafe. She's Before like, that, though, you? she gets. I was, I was like, well, "Yeah, she goes there. She goes to get some money." But yeah, she like, like, got an ask it. Oh no, no, that was after the fact. Okay, that was after the fact. So basically, okay, okay. she goes to the she goes to the shop. She's like, "Where's the manager? We don't know. Where's the key? We don't know." All right, takes she's the still gun, cashiers. <laughs> shoots the fucking thing, opens the drawer. They're like, "What are you doing?" And then she's like, "We're getting money. We're gonna kill everybody. We're gonna get guns. We need guns." And uh, what's her face? The uh, the black haired girl. You bet she. You man, she slaps her in the face. Like, what are you doing? And then, and then Nagomi slaps her back. Her back. Like, You're a fucking maid. Don't we kill? That's what the fuck we're supposed to do. So she lost her mind. And yeah, I laughed exactly. so hard when the manager opened the door, sees the confrontation, and, and pulled the Homer Simpson. It was like, open door, yeah. close door. Yeah, also in the corner, oh, the panda, the panda sharpened his bamboo. Her yeah. bamboo. Panda sharpening bamboo. That comes we'll get to that later. We'll get episode. that later. Yes. And so... Nagomi walks over. She's walking with a purpose. She's got these dark sunglasses. She's dark pork. But she gets attacked from behind. By the fucking maid that yep. she fucking shot. And yep, she so gets her ass kicked has, with a crutch. And then she then Nagomi starts laughing. She's like, you know, she's batshit. She's batshit crazy. Yeah. And like, like oh, yeah, all maids do, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. And then she like, fuck. and she's only saved because the cops fucking are called. Yeah, they're and they're like, dude, don't. There's those cops around, and we didn't. Yeah, like, and we did, and we didn't let them know this is gonna happen. Basically, yeah, like there's too many people in public. Don't do it. Fine. So she gets saved by the hair of her chinny chin chin. But, 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 but you guys are gonna die. Yeah. So she ends up getting called over by the police. She talks whatever to the police. She goes back to Oinky Doink, and she goes into her room, and she has Ronco's possessions. She starts going like, oh, this bag. is like this is stupid. This is yeah, useless, like, uh, and she has dirt from the fucking from the baseball stadium. But She's got then, the origami they made. And she pulls out a picture, and she finally can grieve. Yeah, she breaks down into fucking tears, grieving over the loss of her best friend and the one who taught her how to be a maid. And so the next day, she wakes up. The girl, the people didn't even know what happened. Like, what the fuck happened to your face? And they're like, it's not important. By the way, we're gonna help you fight. Yeah, and we're gonna help you fight. And then Nagomi, back to her normal self, they're like, "Are you happy being a maid? Are you happy with Winky Doink?" Are you happy the way things are? Very heartfelt conversation. And they're like, well, what are we going to do? They're like, we're going to kill him Oinky Doink style. And so yeah. as we, as I mentioned earlier, there would end up being 26 maids that end up in the raid of Oinky Doink, well, including well, Nagi. Well, well, before that, Nagi is talking to the other head maids, like, well, this, this is happening today. And one of them yeah. tried to talk to her out of it. Gets shot in the fucking gut. Yep. And then the other one, and her the other best one friend runs, runs away, gets shot, gets shot in the, the head. In the back of the head. Yeah. He's like anybody that doesn't want to listen to me. And it's like, we're going now. We're going. And then now. before that, she goes to the ramen shop. She talks to the other ramen. Oh, owner. yeah. It was gross. It was a little gross. And they, yeah. they're like, we're like, all right, well, we're all going to die. So let's have our last meal. So they're like, let's order six of the seven. pork bowls. And Nagomi's like, make a seven. They put Ronko's picture there. They leave the bowl there in honor of her. And uh, Nagomi just stuffed her face, blah, 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 eating like but, crazy. But, but, but she ate so fast, she she throws up a little. She throws up a little bit, and which is kind of gross because she throws or it spits back it back out, out. But yeah, she spits it back out into the bowl, and then all the girls are like, "Let me eat some. Let me eat some." That was so gross. Yeah, so but they're like, gross. but they're like, fuck it. Yeah, yeah, but they're like, this is last meal. We're doing this for for Ronco. We're doing this. So 
the raid happens. And and that I'll say, but Naki kills the ramen guy first. So she goes oh there. yeah, ramen guy yeah. starts talking to Nagi about like, uh, hey, it's been a long time. And she's like, shut up, shut up. Third time, shoots him in the fucking chest. He dies. Yep. And now with the raid. <laughs> and now the raid happens. There's 25 maids bowing down to, to Nagi. Nagi is about to open the door and recognizes her death. She sees her death. And she's like, fuck it. We're going in. They bust in. And what are the girls like, Matt? Oh, guys. <laughs> Welcome home, mistress. Moe? Moe? Yep. So basically, yep, they were in character, welcome them, greeting them. Christine, exactly the way they were taught way back in episode Everything. three. And yeah, and like this is a trick. We're gonna like we're here to kill you. Like, no, 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 like we're before you kill us, let us serve you inky doink style. Yep, yeah, doggy's just like you heard her. So, down. Yep. And they're so, doing their thing, and all the girls are like, We're gonna fucking kill you. And they're like, and Thank like, you, we appreciate it. Yep, they're, they're all they're all put on act. They're all smiling. Yeah, they're all like, smiling. It's, it's like they know they're gonna die, but they are gonna go, go as as maids, as maids. Yep. So basically, and then Nagami suggests, "Oh, they're gonna do a performance." And then Nagami's like, "Bye, right, but after this, you're, you're really dead. dead. Like you're really dead. I don't want to hear it." Thank you. I can't wait. Yep. So she starts doing a song for a bit and right away gets shot. No, not stomach. right away. No, not right away. What happens is freaking Nagi starts flashing back to when she taught Ronko how to dance because she said the exact same thing. Yeah, They're but like, like she's a little she needs better so move. She's a... And she gets upset at that and she pulls out the gun, shoots Nagomi in the chest. Well, sorry, the Nagomi... stomach. stomach. Yeah. And Nagomi keeps performing like nothing. Yep, like nothing's happened. She's doing this, and, and then, the girls are crying. They're like, "Oh my god, this is." And it. She's gonna die, basically. Yeah, and yeah, it looked like it looked like the other the other maids were in it for a bit. Yeah, and then the performance stops. Dead silent. The lion, the lion and the lion maid, the head lion maid, yep. starts clapping. The girls start clapping. Nagi shoots the fucking lion maid in yep. the fucking chest, and he's like, "Don't, like, don't do it unless I say so." Type of thing. Yep. And so and, freaking, and then Nagomi has a heart to heart talk with Nagi. It's like, yep. say like, why are y'all doing like the per- the purpose of being a maid is for the masters and mistresses. Yep, like not just the violence and all this. And yep. it's like, I get like like with all that power you have, yeah, you're alone. Like and Nagi's like a maid is only good for being alone. It's like you will never be alone. Just come to the Oinkidoink Cafe. You can come whenever you want. And Nagomi gets the clip emptied on her. Yep, no, first it's just like, how do we do? And just bam, bam, bam. And she got to the point shot, where it, got f- shot five times. And, and you don't see it. Nagomi. Nagomi! Nagomi! You yep. never see Nagomi. Yeah, we, and we, then we assume she's dead. Yeah, and then as Nagi stands up, bam! Headshot. The girl who, the girl who killed Ronko. Ronko now killed Dasha Nagi. Nagi. Now, but Nagi stood there. She got shot in the head. Yeah, she stood there and glared at her. And like, all of a sudden, bam, spear. Spear uh, from the fucking panda. Yep, she Yeet! got Yeeted that fucking spear into fucking Nagomi's titty. Like 18 years later, she got that revenge. And Q wow. credit. Yeah, Q credit. We, uh, we like get there's the an ED. after credit. Uh, yeah, we get the ED with Nagomi singing this time, yes, not Ronko. We so I that was really. OP. I skipped the OP. Did she OP? Like they cut it short because uh, they had thirty sec- They had about thirty to forty-five seconds of that, and then they went, I guess, straight into the episode. I thought they were going to yeah. do the whole OP, so I ended up having to have to they rewind. Didn't, they, they didn't. No, they didn't. They didn't do the piece. 
Oh, because I skipped ahead, and I was like, "Why am I so ahead?" I ended up having to skip back, and I was like, "Oh shit!" No, so no, 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 they didn't. No, they didn't. Yeah, it was, I had to it was just it was just the beginning stuff with the bullets, but that was it. Oh, I thought as soon as I saw it, I'm like, "Oh, because I fast forward." I don't like the op the op for for Made War, so I'm I skip. I it. enjoy it. I don't. I don't have. I, I won't. I won't listen to it, but I enjoy it. I like. No, the, I like I, the ED better. There's the only ops I listen to constantly are. I can read them to you right now. One moment, please. I listen to the Spy Family op, the Raven op. Bochi OP, um, Eternity OP, and that's it. Sometimes yeah, Chainsaw. Yeah, I got I got Chainsaw. I got uh, mostly I both had EDs. Yeah, I listen to a lot of the EDs. I listen yeah. to a lot of these. I still my favorite of the season is going to be either one of the ones from Chainsaw or the one from Raven. Raven OP yeah. in terms of a singular one is the best one for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but this one's yeah, that, this one's but, oh, but before we get to that, uh, after credit, it's now 2008. 18. Sorry, what year was it? 2006, I think, right? She's 36. It was 19. Oh, she's she 17, 36. That's yeah, the, the, the she's 36 that's now. 19 years, 18. That was 1999. Yeah, it was 86 to 99, 99 to two thousand. Uh, yeah, almost 20 years. Yeah, 20 years later, approximate. Yeah. And they're like, oh, they, we see three businessmen walking Akihabara, and there's a bunch of maids around. Yeah, and they're, all, they're all really, they're, they're like, oh, yeah, this is, um, yeah, before it used to be really violence. Gangs and death and murder. And they're like, what? No way. Maji? Majika? No. Yeah. Hi. And so they end up, we see a new sign, new Oinky Joint Cafe. Yep. We see a bunch of maids there. New maids, and one yeah. of the new maids, completely new, and one of the um one of the businessmen is like, oh, what are we here for? And I'm they're like, oh, we're here to see their maid. best maid. She's a thirty six year old maid, and you see a wheelchair, you see it spin gloriously, you see a thirty six year old Nagomi. Hokkaido yep. cycle, Shijin sama. Yep, and then roll credits. So, bam, she's alive, crippled yeah. but alive. Yeah, and, and still happened. And, and we called. Well, what she was gonna do? She was gonna disrupt the ecosystem. There's no did. more violence, and she did. She said, "Yeah, if only Ranka was there too." At the cost of her it. legs and a lot of her, a lot of her emotion and suffering. Yep, she changed Akihabara. Yep, so nicely done. Five stars. I gave it four and a half. <laughs> I gave it five. It's more. It's closer to five than it was four and a half for me. But no, it's it's really good. This is something I recommend. So much fun. Action's great. Characters. You would have great. never thought. I was on the fence, and you were like, "Dude, watch it." I, we were. I, that's the thing. I wasn't going to watch it. Yeah. And then we find out. And then we saw the clip going around for the first episode. Like, okay, I kind of have to now. Yeah. And and again, we thought it was just going to be like a made competition type thing, but no, no. it's just gangsters. In made outfits, basically. No, I'm, I started writing, and I'm gonna finish it before I go to bed, or I'll finish it tomorrow. But I, I, I'm gonna read you the first part of my review. Uh, anime Instagram, AI yeah. underscore Anime Twenty One. Cheap plug. Yep. Now that I'm finally done with summer reviews, because I still have three to go, I haven't posted three of them, and there's actually four because I have to post a Trigon review since Trigon's coming out. Oh yeah. Um, so I have that one. So I have four more reviews from the summer that I have to post. But and I put now that I'm finally done, finally in caps, done with the summer reviews. We're right to it with the winter reviews. And our first review is a fucking banger. Fucking bangers in all caps. A show that definitely does not meet the eye and a show that shocked me with how epic it ended up being. We're talking about Akiba Maid War. show features a 17-year-old aspiring maid cafe worker named Nagomi who is shocked to learn the maid cafe industry in Akihabara isn't cute dresses and silly gimmicks, but rather a very, very, in caps, 
violent life full of ass kickings, foul language, and murder. Dot, 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 dot. Murder galore, in all yep. caps. Like I wrote in the last sentence, the show is full of death and murder. It also has an abundance of comedy and cuteness since it's still young maids. I thought I put oh, still young maids. Along with a few life lessons about what it's what it's like to work hard, grieve, deal with emotions and failures, and grow as an adult when faced with dire situations and horrible circumstances. The musical score is fine and the animation is solid as well. The story is a hell of a roller coaster that will make you feel a bunch of stuff throughout the twelve episode that twelve episode show. And I'm not done. But I mean that's I thought that was pretty decent in terms of an opening for an encapsulation of the show for a review. Yeah, I, well, yeah, I said we're we're great what we got. I'm satisfied. Very. Uh, closing thoughts. What a way to to start off the end of the season. What a way! I can't wait for all these other ones to end. Um, we're guaranteed fucking bangers. I think uh, for several of these, and I'm excited to see the end of them. Yeah. And our winter lists are long as fuck. Yeah, we didn't even realize it either. I realized it because I went through like Saturday, like I was chilling and I was like just going through the list. And I was like, I had I had 22 and I had to cut that down. I was only able to cut that down to 19 new ones, yeah. not including the, the continuations that we have, which I think yeah. I have five. Yeah, I think I got 24 because of it. I have I think it's, I, have four I, I thankfully no. have three that are Netflix. Which ones? Can you tell me? Uh, Regular Ragnarok. Regular Ragnarok. Yeah. Yes. Junji, Junji Ito. Maniac. Actually, I don't think Record of Ragnarok was on my initial list when I looked at it. I mean, it is, like I said, I'm watching it, but yeah. I, I only did TV shows, and they have that as I think. I'm like, only going to watch the first fight, and they fucked that up, I am done. Yeah, you said Junji Ito. I didn't I didn't put that on my list. Way the House Husband. I forgot about those. Yeah, that's I, They're on my list. They're on my list, yeah. but I, I, didn't, I only did TV shows. I have 23 different TV shows, including continuing. Not including yeah. those. What yeah, the uh, fuck am I getting into? Oh, what are we what are we getting into, Indies? I'm really hoping some of them suck so we could drop them fast. Well, I shouldn't watch Tokyo Revengers, but it's the principle. I, I mean, they haven't even confirmed if it's gonna. I, I imagine it's gonna stream on. Well, Just no, like, I don't. No, like I, I'm talking. About, I fucking hate Tokyo Revengers. I fucking hated how it ended. I fucking hate how the rest went. <laughs> I mean, do you? The question is, I mean, it's kind of in in a promised Neverland territory where like. The, uh, it's in the reverse of Promised Neverland, you could say, because Promised Neverland had a had a good manga and they horribly butchered it to where it's the worst thing I've ever seen. Versus you, where they're doing the animation and the story and the anime itself pretty well, and the story leading up to the finale isn't bad by any stretch of the imagination. But your personal feelings about the end of the story make you say "fuck this shit." Yes. Do you think the animation, or do you think the anime will do the ending better? No, it's that bad. I think they're gonna follow it, and no, and you, it's that even, bad. even animating it is not gonna make. It. I'm gonna hate it too, knowing me. As I, I, I yes get no. it, overstated its welcome. Everything after that was very completely fucking stupid and unnecessary, and just how they ended the whole thing. This woman just go just fuck it. Was no. it was it your arc where it was just a dream and none of it happened? No, it's just it's just okay. re- it's just retconning shit. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Any other positive things we could end the show on, Matt? Uh yes, uh, a lot of good stuff in winter, like fucking near auto near automata, <laughs> fucking Bofuri, Vinland, Nagatoro. Let's save it for after 
Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about entire list next week. In two weeks, you know, Matt. Since we have so much to watch, I think would it behoove us to skip two weeks? Like I said, we got we're doing the finales, and we fall, normally take a week and fall awards next week. Yes. And the week after that is just annual. Yes. And I'm sure some stuff will be in, but wait, we could wait two weeks after that. Yeah, let's. I was gonna think. Let's kind of skip two weeks so we get an idea, because and and that way everybody's out. We can find out what we're gonna add if what we're dropping. No, we're or, not adding. We are not adding. I will add something if something gets not. a high. If something gets a high score, I will not. Dude, I'm watching everything that's good. I feel I am not adding anything this season. There's too much to watch, even when the continuals are over. Because I mean, Eminence will be over. Eternity, uh, Eminence will be over faster. Eternity will be over faster. Um. You have Blue Lock and I have Boruto. And then, yeah, yeah, Blue Lock uh, and Academia and are gonna end. Blue Lock and Academia are gonna end around the same time. Also, you're not even gonna get. Well, regardless, we still have to watch those throughout the season. And Academia is a whole other season; it's 13 episodes. So yeah. we're gonna get two of them that are that are that'll drop fast, faster than the yeah. rest of the season. Still, at 23 and 24 respectively. And I'm not even. I'm sorry, I didn't even include the Onas. I didn't include Ragnarok. I didn't include. Fucking, I didn't, I'm not doing injury, but I, I didn't include House Husband on top of that. Yeah, well, I'm not how, well, how, them, well, they're well, not how, They're going to well, drop them individually. Well, well, how, together, well House right? Husband will be quick. I think that's all it wants. Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of in the same way like JoJo. Regardless, I'm pretty mm-hmm. confident I will not add anything. We'll, figure, so we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, I guess, as we go. Any closing, your closing thoughts on this week, Matt? And- very good. Again, I had very satisfying finales. One okay. Uh, again, I do it yourself. Made Akiba, great originals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Sorry, was fun. I can't wait for season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, the file can go away. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, a lot of good, strong pen ultimates and the finales strong. are basically make a right type of thing of where rankings will be. But I mean, uh, my rankings are pretty set from what I have done. Okay, it's a, if something is really bad, unless something is really bad or something that's blown away, some might one might get bumped up, one might get bumped up. I don't know. Find out on the next episode of um, Talk Yep, again, next week we got finales of Bleach, Chainsaw, uh, Uzaki, uh, Core 1 of Blue Lock, Academia, they'll be done. Uh, a lot of stuff will be done. And then... Uh, Oh yeah, I forgot. Uh, Loop on Zero, real quick. I'm I'm not gonna review it. I'm just gonna do a quick thing. It's a it's a six episode miniseries of Loop on the Third, or yeah, uh, Loop on the Third is a teenager. Uh, basically, his first time meeting Jigen. It's okay. I like it, but at the same time, I hate that Jigen and Loop on act exactly the same in terms of their teenagers acting like they're their adult selves. That's my only takeaway, because again, like they're they're teenagers, like act like kids type of thing, like fuck up a little bit, do something. Like Jigen, are, Jigen has a gun already. Lupin is a he's a trickster like normal. That's normal, but I'm talking about personality wise, so much like as an actual self and not as a kid or teenager. That could That's, be good and bad though. At the same time, like I get what you're saying, but at the same time, I guess because we like mature, we want more mature characters. If but but I'm saying like I want to know what they were like back then, like how they how different were they? What made them want to be what they were? Not yeah, already, not, not already kind of acting like it. So I mean, like, you could maybe see them doing like a backstory to the backstory. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, there's a uh, there's no Goemon, there's no Fujiko, there's no Zenigas. It's just Lupin and Jigen, which I like. That's fine. Mm-hmm. 
it's just again, it's just how yeah, I'll I'll keep watching for sure because it's Lupin and it's only mm-hmm. it'll, it'll end when we do our our winter reviews basically. It counts for winter. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. That's it. It's not going to get anything. It's not going to get anything. It was, oh my god, I'm trying to do. It's just gonna, it's, it's just going to be a solid series, which probably like a three, three and a half type of thing. How many fucking how many seasonals are we ranking in our in our year? Thirty. Yeah, the five honorables and the twenty-five. Yeah. No, didn't you extend it? It was no, 25. no, 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 no. Um, no, it, no, it was no, it was still twenty-five with the five honorables. I said we're doing the five for genres, like how we do top five movies, top five worse. That we do like top five comedy, adventure, that type of thing. But we're not gonna explain the five, four, three. We're just gonna say them, but the runner-up and the winner. Can you do me a favor and remind me on Monday because I'm off on Christmas Day. And I didn't plan to do shit, so that'll be a good opportunity for me to sit down and fucking write this out. Okay, I will do that. Thank you. Monday, you said? Monday, yeah. I'll be off Monday. Thank you, sir. But can we go to bed now? Yeah, let's wrap this motherfucker up. Oh, Alrighty, have, uh, let me left a comment. Holy, holy crap. crap. I, it was just during the main war stuff. Show your comment. Tutu yep. Smile, holy crap. Shout out to you if you were still watching. You're not because yep. there's nobody on YouTube. Tutu Smile, shout out to you if you hear this at the end at 250. Yeah, yep. uh, but yeah, the people that stayed, that did come come and go. Thank you guys so much. As always. Uh, again, we'll be back next week with the finales and fall awards along with our winter watch list. And again, in two weeks, we got our annual awards with Starman. I cannot wait for that. Oh, the winter watch list is at the, is the, is the season at the end. That's in two weeks. Winter watch list is two weeks. Well, Sam, we were going to do that with the fall. You're, so... Again, I want to focus on just the awards for the annual. Yes, all right. That's yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. Again, like I want to hear Starman's too. That's why I was like, yeah, let's save it for them. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. All right, we'll see how we feel. But uh, again, follow me on Twitter at Damon Phoenix Twelve. Uh, follow our Twitter for now till Musk fucks it up again. At mm-hmm. Talk to Cakey, uh, we have a link tree there. Oh no, sorry, we got rid of that because I fucking Musk. But we do have a link tree. We'll post we'll post it somewhere. Where we listen to your it's on Instagram. Yeah, uh, we'll probably be on Instagram mostly after this. Shit. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, another fucking. <laughs> well, I mean, I but, use I I've talked to Kate. I'm gonna give you the password and stuff. But... I know. I like, okay, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll share it. But Happy uh, sharing, yay, security. But uh, we got that. Uh, we wherever you want to listen to your favorite podcast, we're on Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, Audible. You name it, we're there, most likely. Shout out to Sean for being our editor. We also want to thank W2M Network and Chairshot Radio for hosting us on their websites. Very grateful for them for that. Mm. And uh, also, we have a Facebook group called Eat the Cake Anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, if you have, if you want, uh, set up, uh, go join it. If you say how you hear from us, say uh, talk to Cakey, let me know. We'll give you a shout out. Uh, again, uh, Cakey Shop is basically this open date. Uh, if you're available, uh, send us an email or a direct message on Instagram, Twitter, wherever you want to find us. Uh, letting us know your availability and what anime you want to talk about. We will talk about it whether we have seen it or not. It's a, it's going to be basically a learning experience type of thing. For even if we haven't not watched it, <laughs> like make us want to watch it. Even your plugs. You can follow me on Twitter, S H O S T O P P A 24. That's Showstopper 24. Again, I have my anime only Instagram at AI underscore anime 24. 
I have my podcast Instagram at podcast.senpai. You can follow us on the Talk to Kiki Instagram at Talk to Kiki, T-A-L-K-T-H-E-K-E-K-I. Again, as Matt said, everything uh, under the sun is there on our link trees on those pages. Um, you can follow my personal endeavors. You can follow our personal endeavors um, as well as the show's endeavors. Shout out to my boy uh, Andy at the MMA for March podcast, also available on W2M Network. Uh, we report every Monday for all the latest and greatest MMA news and talking fuckery like you hear here, as always, with Matt and I. Um, you took the majority of everything else I could possibly say. So with that, we'll go ahead and we'll close this on bitch out. Everybody, have a moe, moe, cute holiday. Happy holidays, everyone. Arigato, oyato, faku, and sayonara. Sayonara, minasan! Bye-bye! Pen LPS Online takes the transformative power of an Ivy League education and makes it available to busy adults with big ambition. Take a course, gain a certificate, or earn a bachelor's degree. It's powerful. It's professional. It's online. It's for everyone. Pursue a brighter future with the power of an Ivy League education from the University of Pennsylvania online. Learn more at upenn.edu slash LPS online. When you stay at a Verbo, the host doesn't stay with you. Because a vacation home with a stranger sounds a little bit like a horror movie. Only whole vacation homes. Always private. Book on the Verbo app.